Welcome to the Star Joes Podcast, episode number zero, Know Your Joes. My, uh, we are your hosts. My name is Ryan. I'm Chuck. And we welcome to our first uh, podcast, uh, kind of covering everything from G.I. Joe to Star Wars and pretty much everything in between. That's all kind your, of our tagline there. All your favorite 80s titles will be uh, covered here. Especially if they're related to comics that are currently out right now. So... Uh, with that, you're again. This is episode zero. You may have heard other podcasts do episode zeros where they kind of talk about themselves, what they know, and everything, so you get to know who we are. Um, Chuck and I know each other from work. We're not going to say where that is uh, for safety of ourselves and our job. Yeah, let's just say it's uh, we're in finances, and that's it. So it's a pretty boring job. So sucks. Yeah, so we get to. Uh, converse constantly during the day through emails to each other about things and uh we started hanging out during lunch and sending emails about top five lists and stuff we're interested it in started as a way just to pass the time at work because we're so bored but then it, we ended up liking a lot of the same things so we're like let's just throw a podcast together and here we are yeah and i think you were actually the first one to mention that to me that you were like hey let's do a podcast and i was like yeah sure why not and then yeah, i listen to other people in their opinions and i've got a lot of my own so i figure why not well, we sounds, definitely know you have a lot of opinions it so. sounds like a good thing to do so uh and you'll definitely find out that chuck and i don't see eye to eye on a whole lot of things we still like the same genres but uh we, it's just ryan's wrong a lot <laughs> but well, i overlook it i overlook well, it well we'll let the listeners decide on who's wrong cuz uh I think we definitely have had times where the majority went towards my way a little bit. So Team Ryan? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Team Ryan. That's going to be the Team Ryan, Team Chuck. first group of listeners we're going to have, the fanfare of Team Ryan. Start your so. own uh, Facebook page, Team Chuck. <laughs> Go Team Chuck. Uh, so it was probably, what, a month and a half, though, after we even mentioned a podcast before we actually decided that we were going to be serious and actually do it. Um. Yeah, we had to get our stuff together. We just had a lot going on with the holidays and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. And we tend to be lazy. And we're lazy. Yeah, and family so. came first with that. So, In fact, we pieced together this podcast uh, five minutes before recording, so we're off to a great rollicking start here. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, uh, kind of just start with a little intro, uh, about the, the show and everything else. And, uh, before we get started, uh, Chuck was kind enough at Christmas time to get me some GI Joe figures. Yes, you will hear us talk about toys quite often. Um, and he actually was kind enough to get me, uh, the action figures, the 25th anniversary GI Joe action figures of... Flint and Zartan and Snake Eyes. I figure if we're going to talk about it, you might as well own a couple of them. That's right, because I was kind-hearted as a small child to give my G.I. Joe toys to a little boy who couldn't afford, his mother couldn't afford toys, and I regret that decision ever since. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's a a nice thing to do, but retrospect, looking back at them, you know you want them back. Yeah, ten years later you realize, yeah, I really could have liked keeping those, so, Um, but... I hope the I hope the kid kept them and didn't light them with firecrackers or something like that. Yeah, so we enjoyed them and he had a nice time with them. <laughs> so uh, Chuck definitely knew some of my favorite figures from then, and he was kind enough to get them for me. I told him I did have a gift for him for Christmas, but that I also wanted to commemorate the podcast by presenting it to him at the podcast. So here you go, Chuck. We got a little live opening going on. Yeah, it's a little snowman wrapping job here. I appreciate this gift. It's very nice, very thoughtful of him. Gonna tear into it. See what we got here. Well, we got the U.S. Postal Service. Priority mailbox. Mm-hmm. Nice. They were kind enough to deliver that. Oh, 
address at the Casa de U. I'm a big fan of the post office, postal service. Oh, who's not? Let's be honest. You, who's not? You like getting mail? Love getting mail. Yes. We're getting a lot more mail here in the near future. Ah, oh, nice! The Joker, DC Universe Classics figure. Thank you very much. I, I knew that was a, a high one on your list. Thank you very much. Yeah, very welcome. I've been looking for this figure for a while. It has eluded me, but now it is mine. Uh, for those of you Very not, kind of not familiar, but the uh, there was the DC Classics figures, which are about six inch figures, and How they people know uh, about these. These are these are. Well, awesome. let's hope if they're listening to us that they're <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. they're aware of these. But this one was a Walmart exclusive, only available at Walmart, so it was very difficult to find. Exclusive figures suck. Yes, uh, you can't get them everywhere. You got to go to the one store to get them. Yeah, and and mind you, there's a lot of lot of WalMarts in our area, but they all seem to carry the same two figures, which are three figures probably: the Captain yeah. Cold, Captain Booster Cold, Gold, yeah. and. Uh, Blue Beetle, which nothing wrong with those figures, but yeah, well, you get tired of seeing them all the time when you go in there. Exactly, Especially Toys R Us, they always have a weak selection of these figures. It's usually the WalMarts and Targets that carry yeah. a lot of those. And it and, seemed like every Walmart we went to when we were checking out toys, they had all of them except for the Joker figure. Uh, I was fortunate enough to find one for myself, but uh, and I rubbed it into Chuck's face. But <laughs> he did. Uh, he did. But that was solely because I knew I was getting him one. So. Um, so, very kind of you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So, uh, so how was the holidays for you, Chuck? Oh, the holidays were great. I got some uh, fantastic presents. I walked away with a Chicago Bears hoodie I've been asking for for two years. Yes, I am a Bears fan. Uh, say what you want. From Chicago, let's not go there. Also, uh, other next best Christmas present, I guess what I, I got a uh, Masters of the Universe. I love Masters of the Universe. one of my favorite toy lines of all time. Comics, toys, action figures, everything. Love it. I walked away with my first statue um, figure. I guess it's a statue. And it's of the 2000X version of King Randor. Which I mentioned to my wife, it would be kind of cool to have one of these since I don't have one in my collection. But I'm not really big on statues at all because they're not articulated. You can't move them. You just look at them and whatever. But I'm really quite surprised with that. I really enjoy it. I really like it a lot. It's, it's grown to be one of my favorite figures. It, it doesn't move. It just looks badass. I love it. I and think I, I'm about to buy a couple more. And I might have to actually give credit to King Randor for once, because, as you know, I'm not a huge King Randor fan in the sense of how he looks as an action figure. Uh, Chuck did bring over his King Randor action figure, not the statue, but the actual figure, over, and it looks like the uh, Burger King. Yeah, enough of the Burger King reference. <laughs> this would be the Masters of the Universe Classics line. I'm big into that. I do have most of the figures. There's a couple of my passed on. But uh, I passed on Hero, but I since bought it on eBay, and I'm just waiting for it to come in. And I did pass on Faker since it was just a He-Man repaint, but now that I don't have it, I really want it. <laughs> Which, they really have to reproduce it again, like they did reissue Skeletor and He-Man, or I'll just have to pay inflated eBay prices, and that would not be good. Or, you know, if there's a listener out there that doesn't want their Faker, they, they could, could donate it, yes. They could certainly contact us, and you will hear information on how to contact us near the end of the program. So That would be super cool if anybody out there has an extra Faker they'd like to donate to the cause. We'll be sure to mention your name and give you all the credit in the world for that. And we'll do a review of it. And we'll do a review of it, that yeah. That would be fantastic. So, uh, any other... Uh, well, that would be the two get best Christmas presents I've gotten this year. The We'll go the opposite end of the spectrum here. The worst present... <laughs> I was going to say any bad ones. The worst on present I got was actually from my um, sister's sister. I guess it would be my sister-in-law. She tried really hard, but to no avail. Uh, since you know, are listening to the podcast, you know I do like G.I. Joe's. I collect the vintage G.I. Joe action figures. Um, 
And she tried to give me some vintage G.I. Joe action figures. She went online. Well, let's go vintage 1980s. Vintage 1980s. G.I. Joe, not the Not the Barbie dolls. We don't (laughs) like those. Um, If you do, that's your deal, whatever. More power to you. You're into dolls. I'm into action figures. But she tried to be nice and give me some of the vintage 1980s G.I. Joes. Uh, There were six of them total. Opened them up. Got the U.S. post box. I'm like, hey, it's going to be a great gift. I open it up, tear into it, and they are the core figures. Some of them aren't even core figures. They're even more generic than the core. Which, if you Describe to, what the core figures are. The core figures are those figures that your aunt would pick up for you for your birthday who doesn't know anything about G.I. Joes. They look like military figures in the store, but they're not G.I. Joes. Just your basic, generic, run-of-the-mill figures. So I got six of those, which I had to act like I was really impressed and really thankful to get those. And after we went home, I just gave them to my kid. <laughs> who doesn't know better yet. Who doesn't know better yet, but he was great to get him, so yeah. Uh, without offending anybody naming any names, uh, they probably won't listen to this podcast anyway, but that sucked. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Try again next Try year. again next year. <laughs> Try harder. Your heart was in the right place. You tried really hard, but it, it didn't work, and uh, I didn't tell you that at the party. I didn't want to hurt, didn't your, feelings. hurt your feelings, but... Yeah. I didn't want to see you cry because you tried really hard. But, but if you are listening to help support us, thank you. Yeah, but. thank you for your listening. Thank you for your patronage. But, uh, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Don't do it again, Tony. You realize when your child gets older, they're going to be like, you know, what the hell did you give me this for, Dad? What, yeah. What's going on? So I just tell them I got them at a garage sale or something. There you go. So, um, let's see. For my holiday, I yeah, had... What about you? What did you I, I had a, a total geek-related holiday, pretty much. I, uh, other than some running shorts, uh, everything else I think I got was pretty geek-related. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So it's always a good holiday. I cannot complain. Uh one of the, a couple things that I got were actually related to this podcast, which was great. Can't uh, beat that. That's right. I got an, uh, for those obviously you will have no idea what we're recording off of. I got a netbook computer that we're going to use for our recording, and uh, with the netbook computer, they they're too small to have a CD-ROM drive, so I had to get an external CD-ROM drive. That was provided to me by my sister, uh, who I thought was that was a fantastic gift. Yay, your sister. <laughs> Yay, my sister. Um, and then that might start becoming a tagline, by the way. Yay, your sister. So, Yay, your sister. Uh, <laughs> might have other connotations later on. But anyways. Ooh, your sister. <laughs> um, and then my wife. Lovely girl, I've never met her. Yes. Uh, but uh, my wife actually also got for me a, uh, a microphone. Uh because we were going to just work off the microphone off of the computer itself. And I think you can agree, Chuck, the sound quality sounded a little bit better coming off the microphone. Yeah, this one is a lot better. It's a, it's a really nice microphone, yeah. nice setup. It works well for what we want to do, and uh, kudos Ryan's wife for doing this. Now, we're both married, and we both refer to our wives sometimes. But just to keep it simple, it'll be Ryan's wife and Chuck's wife. Right. So I might m- mention her name every once in a while by accent from my wife. I won't mention your wife's name, but it's okay. Just to keep it <laughs> simple with the yeah. names. It's so uh, so. Anyways, besides that, I got um, I got some video games. Um, Always an awesome deal. Yes, Always and awesome. one, and again, my wife came through for me on that because. Around my birthday, I really wanted Batman Arkham Asylum. I remember you telling me that. Yes, yes. and uh, she gave it to family members because it was on the top of my list. And uh, family, family members forgot to get it. And you gotta love family. Didn't realize, and in, de- in their defense, they didn't realize that how that it was 
a priority on my list. Um, sort of must-have for the birthday. Right, exactly. Now, so, your, your birthday was in October, so you had to wait until December so to not receive very this long. gift that you wanted. Yeah, so not very long, but when you really want something, it, it took a while. So my wife said she did not want to leave it up to my family again, so she got me Batman Arkham Asylum. I must say I've already played about... 20%, no, about 35% of the game now, and it's an awesome game. I highly recommend it. Um, I did get a comic book uh, compendium, The Darkness, uh, which, if I'm remembering right, was an image comic. Uh, I'm not real big into image comics, but this one I actually uh, thought seemed like an interesting subject, and hey, if I'm not buying it, uh, Sorry, Image, I'll, I like you. I'll go ahead and bring it, bring it up. Yes, I am not really an Image person. The art's great. Stories usually aren't very good, but this one sounded like it'd be pretty good. Now, so. in all the defense, Image did do Masters of the Universe back in the uh, early 2000s with the cartoon-related um, comics that came out, and they were awesome. Those so, were good. Yeah. And Image has gotten a lot better than they used to. They've gotten better. In the 90s, Image was not good. Well, uh, yes. So Okay. <laughs> Although not many comics were good in the yeah image now so um, so I, I got that compendium which is uh, I haven't even shown it to you yet it's super heavy and it's got a lot of issues in it it's a nice hardbound uh, version so yeah you'll be reading for a while with what I see here yeah oh yeah I've got uh, Chuck's got to see at my see my house for the first time with a ton of my comics. Uh, and trade paperbacks, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be busy for a long, long time. So There's a lot to read here, folks. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever been to your library, just double that. Right. <laughs> um, but there's a lot to read, seriously, so he'll be busy for quite a while. So a lot to review, a lot to get into. Yes, So uh, and then the only other thing I did want to mention that I got as a gift, uh, just because I am such a huge fan, is I did get Lost Season 5 on DVD. I am a huge Lost fan. You will certainly hear me mention it, uh, especially once the new season starts. Uh, but with that being said, uh, that was our holidays. No, 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 wait a minute, wait, wait. Oh. what about the worst gift? Oh, worst gift. I actually, I, I think I mentioned it before, I actually did not have a bad gift this year. Oh, that sucks. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why I did not get a bad gift is because I do provide a list to my family every year, and, um... No, no, aunt, uncle surprised no, you out of the blue with no a, aunt, uncle, a parakeet gifts. or a goldfish or something. Like no, that. nothing. No, uh, no generic toys. No, oh, that was horrible. Um, uh, I got yeah, I got really great gifts this year. Well, that's good. You don't get the usual, uh, you know, snow tire cover. Or... No, although I will say one gift we got, but it does not suck. But it was an amazing gift. Um, but you might have thought it was sucky when you got it. Was we got this drain. Uh, little snake type thing that you stick in the drain to pull out hair out of the I can see what that would suck. Yeah. So when you get that... You're but when like, you have to use it, that's great. Yeah, you got it in your stocking, and, and we did have problems with our drain uh, because the, the actual plug wouldn't come a lot come of off. Mexican? No. <laughs> no, not the toilet drain. The, oh, sh- oh, the, the shower drain. The, sink, yeah. the shower drain. So uh, we actually, I actually used this thing because you couldn't actually take the stopper out. Mm-hmm. It was one of those type of sinks or uh, showers. And so we actually slid that in there, pulled out a ton of hair, and now the water's just flowing right through. And so it seemed like it may have been a sucky gift. And that's but... our plumbing segment. <laughs> <laughs> so it seemed, may have seemed like a sucky gift, but it actually was uh, very useful in it. And so that well, was actually good. great. Yeah. So um, I guess if you use it, it's always a good gift. If you yeah. leave it hanging in the garage in the box, it just kind of yeah. lays there unused. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, uh, and then we actually had a nice New Year's uh, with you and your wife. Uh, we went yeah. out to New Year's New Year's Eve and uh, uh, got the wives together for the first time. It seemed like things went well. It seemed uh, like the thing to do. Yeah, uh, since we were going to be starting this new venture together. So there's some introductions, yeah. 
Um, they weren't pulling each other's hair out. That worked out well. So yeah, uh, we played uh, played some card games. Played uh, Apples to Apples, which is a fantastic game. Highly recommend it. Yeah, get that game if you don't have it. It's a great game. It's great for adults. So it's not just us geeky guys that like toys and stuff. It's good if you're an adult too. But if they made a geek version of it of comic book heroes, I would like, love that. That would be awesome. Yes, that would be that would be great. Like you flip uh, so, over a villain, and what hero would be the best hero to right. beat that villain? Or just taking like a, uh, we patented that idea, by the way. That's already been patented. <laughs> Just taking an adjective. No one rip us off. That we could relate to a superhero, and all the cards are superheroes or villains. And yeah, that would be great too. So yeah, so there you go. All right, you guys so, work on that. So Don't people, people, on, <laughs> people on from uh, apples to apples, go ahead and start working on that for us. Um, all right. So with that being said, let's go into what this podcast is even about. Um, yeah, why are you listening to us you anyway? Guys, <laughs> what's going on? You just want to learn about us? What's going on? What are we here? You guys have been listening to us for a while, ramble now about our holidays, so... Now let's see why we're here. Okay, so uh, admittedly it did take us a while to come up with a name for the podcast. Uh, eventually, I think I threw out just the name Star Joes, and just by taking G.I. Joe and Star Wars, and kind of the idea behind it was really that everything... We're really original. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's take part of this name and part of this name and put it together. Um, we love compound words. Right. <laughs> so we decided we were going to uh, we were going to call it that because it had a, a couple different connotations to it. it. It were kind of average Joe type of guys. And uh, on top of that, uh, really everything we were going to cover was 80s franchises for the most part. Uh, yeah. And... G.I. Joe and Star Wars pretty much were at the polar opposites of what we would be covering. Um, yeah. You had uh, G.I. Joe, Earth-based, military. Uh, then you had Star Wars, multiple worlds, fantasy worlds, aliens, all that type of stuff. And it kind of seemed like everything else fit right in between those two, uh, for the most part. And right, yes, for the most part. Yeah. Which is why one of our segments is called From um, Springfield to Tatooine. Right, and that'll actually be a. Uh, we'll get into the all of our segments in a moment, but that actually is so. This way, we we're going to cover the comics that are related to those '80s franchises. And yes, I realize Star Wars started in the '70s for yeah, those please. purists yeah, out there, counts. but yeah. two thirds of it started in the '80s. So right, uh, and the toy lines basically came out in the '80s, and they're still going. And yeah, so uh, yeah, same thing with GI Joe. The toy line's still going because of the movie, The Rise of Cobra. So everything's still ongoing. So it's still current. It's still relevant. Right. It's it gives us a lot to talk about. And I'm sure some of the other ones that we covered may have came out. Certain things that we talk about talk about may have come out before the '80s, but we still feel like it was stuff we grew up with. Like Voltron, I think came out in the '80s. Maybe it came out late '70s. I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty, pretty sure cartoon. it was the '80s. Uh, but we'll talk about, we'll, I'm sure we'll bring up Voltron, Thundercats, Silverhawks. Thundercats, ho! Mask, all that type of stuff. Mask was good, yeah. Um, and Masters of the Universe, big fan of Masters of the Universe. Transformers, love Transformers. Yep. So, uh, and I actually forgot those, the two big ones, the Masters of the Universe and Transformers, because yeah. those are such a part, going to be such a part of our show that I kind of was, wasn't thinking of them being the outskirts of the two main ones, which is G.I. Joe and Star Wars. Uh, but they will get pretty much equal time on this show, so... Um, so we'll be covering all of that, um, and we, like I said, we will have different segments, so uh, I think we'll kind of go back and forth maybe about describing what the segments are. Um, now, just like any other show, we're going to break it up into different segments, different things we're going to cover, uh, and we thought we'd get a little clever with the names of what they were, uh, So, and I'm sure we'll always remind people what the hell it is. But Exactly. But we thought we'd get some clever names that are based on Star Wars or G.I. Joe terms. 
Uh, and not all these segments will be in every single episode, and we might delete some eventually because we don't think they're working, or we might add some because we think they are working. Or you tell us they suck, and we'll get rid of them. Right, exactly, because it's all about you as the listener. So, uh, so I'll kick off with... Uh, well, actually, why don't you kick off with what our first segment would be and what we're covering with it. So, Okay, the first segment is actually going to be named Battle Files, and that's where we're going to have the listener feedback... Uh, anything, you know, geek-related news and in our lives going on now and then. Uh, but G- Battle Files comes from the name, comes from G.I. Joe, actually. Um, so that's the first one. And when we get some listeners going on and you guys give us some uh, feedback and some emails, you can always feel free to email questions, email concerns, email mistakes, what we messed right. up corrections. on. Because corrections are great. We love yeah. those. Yes. No offense. Uh, criticism. If I sound like a nasally dog, let me know. If you think I'm beating up too much on Chuck, let me know. Um, but <laughs> why would that happen? Well, well, why would that happen? So, but yeah, and it's also because uh, the reason we talked about maybe also having things that are geek related going on in our lives because we talked about going to conventions. Um, and so, if we have yeah, topics we're to cover, bring up, pretty much everything between comics. Uh, toys, movie-related items, TV things, TV-related so. items. So there's a large books. spectrum of books, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all that type of stuff. So, um, so yeah, Battle Files will really be the segment that gives us a chance to hear back from you guys. We'll, we will answer your questions to the best of our ability. Um, and if we don't know, we're just going to lie. Right, exactly. And also, if you have questions, just about us. Uh, I don't think any questions are really taboo. We might choose not to answer some of them. Uh, you can we, always ask. You can always ask, but guarantee not. Maybe not to get an answer, but yeah, we might actually read your question on the air, but we might not actually answer it, depending on how taboo you go. But uh, but you can ask us anything about ourselves, and uh, I know I'm pretty much an open book for the most part. So um, yeah, I would have to say the same. I've got really nothing to hide. So uh, at least about myself, exactly. My family and friends maybe a different story, but uh, I'll tell. Go ahead. Okay. Ask you can tell about my family. I'll tell about your family. And well, there it goes. You know, this way, we have blame people to blame for it. So, uh, the next segment we would have is a hyperspace review. Uh, we actually do, at least I especially read a lot more than just Star Wars, GI Joe, He Man. All yeah, that exactly, stuff. exactly. Let me stop you right here. <laughs> I maybe read five to six, maybe seven comic titles in a month. In a month, okay. I, I read about ten in a week. Exactly. So he would so. like quadruple my number. So. so there's a lot of other comic books that he reads that I don't read. I just read things that I like that interest me. Now that will change slightly because we're doing this podcast, right? Because uh, I we are actually going to be starting to use DCBS service uh, because we can get our comics a lot cheaper that way. Right. Now we haven't received any yet, but uh, as far as everything looks, it looks like it's going to be great. And it's going to be smooth. Um, save a little bit of money, get it delivered. It's nice. Yeah. And so, uh, basically, uh, they're going to come to Chuck's house, and I think how we'll work it is when they come to your house, any of my comics that are there that you think you might be interested in reading, I'll have you go ahead and hold on to them. You can read through them and then hand them to me, and then I'll read them. You'll never get them. Oh, I will get them. <laughs> I know where you live. It was lost. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then basically what Hyperspace Review is, we're going to take from that two-week period, and yes, we'll probably be recording, uh, have a new episode every two weeks. Uh, God willing, maybe fast sooner than that. Yeah, maybe even sooner. Let us know what you think. Yeah, if you want to hear from us more often, uh, we'll try to make it happen. Right. Uh, obviously, lives do get in the way. Uh, lives are see lives or wives. Lives or wives. I was about to say might might be wives that get in the way, but uh, no, probably lives that get in the way. Um, and uh, what this segment will basically be is in that two week period, 
what were your what was our personal top three favorite things that we read and our bottom three, the ones that we didn't like as much. And they might have still been good, but they, so we're not saying they were ter- terrible, but they probably were the least favorite of all the stuff we read in that two-week period. Yeah, it might even be something you've read yourself and you have a different opinion about it. Right. You feel free to email in your opinion. We'll tell you how wrong you are. Exactly. And uh, my top three might be diff- is certainly going to be different than Chuck's top three, just from stuff we've talked about in the past. Um, something that's on my top three might be in your bottom three, and something that's in my bottom three might be in your top three. So And the debate begins. Yes, exactly. Uh, but these are going to be sticking strictly with Marvel and DC, so it won't be any of the G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformer titles, because those are going to have their own segment, which is going to be called... Ah, from Springfield to Tatooine. I believe I mentioned that earlier. This is where we're going to review most of those titles, the G.I. Joe and Trans... I'm sorry, G.I. Joe and Star Wars titles. That hit the blooper reel right there. So we'll review those and then any uh, 80s franchise review things that happen, um, things of that nature. So Any of those, uh, yeah, any of the 80s franchises that have comics that are going on right now. So Transformers, Transformers obviously, of, yeah. is going on right now. I'm still waiting for uh, someone to pick up Masters of the Universe to make a comic out of that. Yeah, a, which was a great series in the past. So. Right, it, it worked out a lot, and with the success... That Mattel's having with Masters of the Universe Classics and the rumblings of a possible movie coming out, you would think there would be a comic coming out. And maybe they're just waiting for the movie to, to happen. Yeah, so. I, I would be all over that. Um, Thundercats has had uh, I would love comic series in the past. Yeah, uh, That's one of those action figures that I really miss, I wish would come back. I, I know we got statues coming out, but again, I really don't care for statues. And especially at the $150 price tag. I'm not going to buy them. Well, and let's say the the reason why we don't like statues as much because we both agree on this is that with how great the sculpts look for action figures these days, you don't really need you don't statues. need statues. Yeah, exactly. And the the action figures look great, and you can move them. Right. What a concept to whatever pose you like them in. So, yeah. um, and then if they get damaged for some reason. You don't feel as bad because it, you just have to go to the store and get another $15 action figure instead of a $150 statue. Exactly, so, exactly. Um, and, and granted, that's not always the case. Sometimes the action figure is a little hard to find, but, you know, whatever. It's still a lot cheaper than the statue. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, any of those 80s franchises that do come back into comics uh, that we're not already covering, we will certainly cover. One of them I think that we've agreed that we're not going to cover, and I apologize if anyone's a fan, is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're not really big fans of the comics that are out right now. They were great when I was a kid. Yeah, if they make another one, we'll be all over it. Yeah. Because um, I enjoyed the movies. You know, sad to say I did. I actually <laughs> liked the cartoon. The love video the, games are awesome. Love the cartoon. Love the video games. The video games are awesome. Yeah, we're not saying we're not fans of... The action figures were great. I had the original four Ninja Turtle action figures. I believe that's it. I didn't have any other ones, just the original And they came toys. out with newer ones, the, the Yeah, ones. yeah. I, I would like to pick those up again. I, I hand it hot and... and I guess I should have bought them, but I didn't, and I regret doing that. It's one of those things. Sometimes I'll see an action figure in a store that I like, and I'll talk myself out of getting it if it's something I could probably do without, because pretty much now I'm kind of devoting my cash to the Masters of the Universe classic line that are out there, or the DC uh, classics that are out there as well, so I picked those up. Um, I have picked up some of the Marvel uh, Universe, Universe, Marvel Universe three and three quarters inch figures. Uh, not everyone, just certain figures that I like. Yeah, obviously Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain America, the right. main guys. Big and Spider-Man fan. you've also liked the uh, Marvel Selects. Uh, I love the fun. Marvel Selects. Uh, yeah, those are great. Uh, same price, you know, you can get them 20 25 30 bucks depending on where you're buying them at. And those really look like statues. Yeah, they're awesome. They're uh, great. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're certainly going to, like I said, any 
type of uh, 80s franchise that decides they're going to come back with a comic book, we'll, we'll cover it, just not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because, again, we're a little lost. We Neither one of us have really been following it, so it would be hard to bring both of us up to speed on it. Yeah, we're just not going to talk about something we really don't know too much about. But Right. Although, we do that anyway. We do that anyway, so, yeah. So, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, it might not matter. So, you might see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at some point. but Maybe a uh, review of the figures <laughs> if I decide I can find them all again. Right. And uh, going into figures, uh, we're, we're going to have a segment where we do cover toys. We're both big fans of action figures, as you can imagine. Uh, so, we're going to have a, a segment called Kung Fu Grip, a little play on the G.I. Joe uh, factoid there. Um, so, uh, I would say, Chuck, for you, uh, your favorite, obviously, what you mentioned is the Masters of the Universe line. Yeah, currently right now, the favorite toy line is Masters of the Universe. That, that has blown me away. The sculpts the Four Horsemen did on these figures are awesome. They're, they're, what they should have been when they were first released. They were just awesome. And, and then for me, uh, definitely the toy line that I'm most favored towards is the DC Universe Classics. Uh, figures, which is exactly what I had given to Chuck, which uh, was the Joker figure, came from that. Uh, yeah, very series. hard to find figure. If you guys have it, I mean, lucky you count I yourself very it. lucky. Yes, um, but they are up to what wave eleven they've just did, which was the Kilowog series. Yeah, um, and uh, they're already having talks of wave twelve and thirteen. So it's definitely gonna it's be still a- going to keep going. Yeah, it's going strong. Uh, there's no reason for uh, I believe Mattel's making these. There's no reason yes. for Mattel. To stop doing these because it's a success. It's selling like crazy. It's so, a success. Um, so big fans of that. Now, when we do the Kung Fu Grip uh, toy review segment, uh, that is actually we're going to cover toys that we do own. Uh, whether they be new toys that we just got or toys that uh, we've had for years and just want to do a review on it. So yeah, unlike, unlike Ryan, I was pretty greedy as a child and kept my original G.I. Joes, but... When I moved out of my mother's house, something happened to them. Uh, she gave them away to nieces and nephews or sold them in a yard sale, garage sale kind of thing, so they kind of disappeared. So me being the guy that I am, went to local flea markets, garage sale swap meets, things of that nature, and reacquired most of the figures that I originally had. Not quite all of them yet, but most of them, and even some that I didn't have. So I've got a pretty nice collection going. And with the relaunch of the G.I. Joe 25th Anniversary figures... I did buy all of them, some in duplicate and triplicate. <laughs> so I was the guy who used to collect mint on card figures, but that was really no fun because can't play with them. And let's be honest, I play with them. <laughs> so uh, better than playing with other things. So exactly. Anyway, but I'm Start joke here. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's definitely something I I look at my action figures as statues. I've explained that to my wife, and she's very understanding of that. Um, I just tell my wife they're toys and she's okay with that. <laughs> and uh, I actually do plan on changing the room that we're actually recording in right now into a pretty much all geek-related room with some shelves where I can actually display my all my figures that I have. And uh, But we will cover our action figures. Uh, kind of a heads up, we also uh, do have a Facebook page out there uh, where you can become a group member. Uh, Tell them all about it. Or also a fan of uh, Star Joe's. And what we'll have on there, actually, is under the photo sections of both the fan site and the actual uh, group, if you want to become a member of Star Joe's on Facebook, 
we will have in the photo section the actual toys that we will be covering in the next episode. So before you even hear the podcast, yeah, it gives you like a heads up. You'll be able to know, hey, here's the action figures that we're covering, and here's photos of them, and they're actual. They're going to be photos of of the ones we actually own. So, and we're going to be honest because we're not affiliated with any company. I mean, we have to go out and buy these things ourselves, so nobody sends us these things to review. If they do, that's great. We'd be happy to do that. Yeah, exactly. We'd love to get free uh, toys. That's that's awesome. Yeah, but we're going to be honest about the review. We're not well, going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, even if people were to, even if a company wanted to send us a toy to review uh, or and, a listener, and we would and we would keep it. Of course, we're not sending it back. Um, <laughs> but if you if we were being sent it, we are going to give our honest review. So if a toy company decides they're going to send us the figures to review. Uh, but they don't. They want us to promote it. Well, we're only going to promote it if we like the figure. So, right, uh, right. so I apologize ahead of time if the toy company's jumping all over this. But yeah, you can send us three figures if you think that they're great because we will give honest feedback if they are. Um, and also in the Kung Fu Grip sec- segment, we will also cover any toy news uh, of stuff that's coming out. Chuck, I know is you're totally all over that. Yeah, I'm pretty big into the action figure things there. Um, I don't know. I just like to waste my money on those, I guess. <laughs> well, I know you spend many more hours than I do uh, looking on the internet at stuff that's coming out. Uh, I know you've sent me I like links to be well to stuff. informed. Yes, absolutely. Well, you've kept me informed on yeah. different toy lines that are coming out and everything. So, um, and then uh, also another segment that we will have is uh, theater of war, which is definitely a military term, but so it's kind of related to G.I. Joe in a sense. In a sense, yeah. Um, I guess we could still work on a name. If you got a better name, email us. Yep. But that's where we're going to look at really uh, movies and TV, uh, current movies, older movies, current TV shows that are out there now that we're into. Or even um, the old TV shows Or even shows older we TV shows like. that we used to like as kids, yeah. To give an example, uh, the A-Team's coming out with a movie. and we love the A-Team. We both were big fans of those 80s shows and... Uh, that's what we grew up with, so they had the yeah, it's like a team TV show. Knight Rider, I used to like that as a kid, too, and it came back a little bit, uh, but it didn't really... It wasn't very good. Yeah, it didn't really uh, work out as well, yeah, which is I, sad, because I'd have loved to see uh, the Knight Rider come back again, but... And I wanted to like it, because it... I had, wanted to like it, too, but you needed David Hasselhoff. Yes, and they, and they used they did use Val Kilmer as the voice of Kit, which I thought was a good choice, because he had, did have a good voice yeah, for it. Yeah, it was fine, but you needed David Hasselhoff, not his kid. I'm sorry. Right. I don't know the actor's name, but I apologize. But, sir, you're no David Hasselhoff, let's be honest. Right, exactly. But who is? Exactly. So, I mean, you it's got the Hoff. It's, it's the Hoff. Right. So, uh, yeah, we will cover movies and TV shows. I did, was fortunate enough recently to see the movie Avatar. I'm not going to give anything away because it was pretty recent that it just came out. But I took my sev- uh, seven of my nieces and nephews to go see it, uh, which was a good excuse for me to go see it. I uh, saw it in 3D, which is the only way to see that movie. Uh, was very impressed. I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. Probably, uh, probably the only reason I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. The only thing that held me back was I felt the story was a bit predictable. Uh, certain things would happen in the story, and you're like, okay, that's going to be important later. Uh, it was still cool when it happened. Uh, and like I said, the world that James Cameron created was amazing. So, uh, yeah, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. So That's uh, one of those movies I haven't seen yet, but yeah. it's on the list of things to do. Yes, so... Uh, I also got to see the new Star Trek movie recently. Uh, Again, on the list of things to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> I have a large list of things to do. And that one I'd probably give an 8 out of 10, uh, simply because I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but you don't need to be to watch this yeah, movie. Now let's be honest here, not to offend any Trekkies out there, but we're not into Star Trek. <laughs> we're into Star Wars. 
And this could cause a fight and a debate, but you know what? Bring it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't like Star Trek. I don't know. There's certain elements of Star Trek that I do like, but... Yeah, the fact that they're in space. Yeah, they're in space. They have some cool cool ships. Uh, the Enterprise got blown up. Yes. And, so they're pretty much done with that. Yeah. and uh, But it, it was... I was very impressed with the new movie. It was uh, definitely two thumbs up. I, yeah, I heard it was okay. That's why I want to see it. And... Uh, it is kind of geek related, so I will see it. Yes, and I do know I did know enough of the references to kind of get what some of the little th- tidbits, little Easter eggs that they threw in right. there. I know enough to know a little bit about it. Yeah. Not not a huge fan of it, though. right? So, um, so we probably will not be covering any Star Trek toys, uh, and, and those are clogging the shelves as we speak now. People go out and buy those. Yes. And uh, and again, if they want to send them to us, we'll review them. And we'll give it a fair review. Yeah, an honest review. Sure. We might not sure. like Star Trek, but maybe we'll like the toy. Who knows? Yeah, the action figure could be a you know really good action figure. It's just it's a Spock and right. who cares? <laughs> but and then the, uh, the last segment that we would have, uh, and we might actually have this segment almost every episode. Almost. Um, it's, we're, it's basically throwing everything else that's left into this. It's our potpourri section. Yes. Uh, it's called the Jedi Holocron, uh, which if you're uh, up on your knowledge on Star Wars, that's really where the Jedi's recorded all of their history and their knowledge and everything else. And kind of the same thing will be true as far as our history and knowledge, because uh, we'll rotate different things that will go into this. Uh, we'll have our top five sometimes where we list our top five favorite whatevers. Um, the listener can even email what the top five list should be. Absolutely. And that so would give be, us ideas for top five. And, and, so, yeah. and the more unusual, the better. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, let's face it. Yes, we will, of course, have our top five list of favorite Star Wars characters or favorite G.I. Joe characters or favorite Transformers or favorite episodes of G.I. Joe or something like that. But, you know, I've heard very inventive things from other podcasts. Yeah, we listen to music. I mean, yeah, I anything, mean, yeah. Yeah, throw in, throw in stuff like I, I heard on one of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, they had actual uh, 80 songs related to specific characters from the X-Men. So they tied it into the 80 song and related it to a character. Yeah. And it was pretty funny. So, you know, if you, if you have some ideas that you want to hear us do, uh, definitely uh, be forthcoming about those. Uh, we also talked about doing retro review uh, in the Jedi Holocron. That would just be something where we take a trade paperback or an old issue of anything G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, whatever. Yeah, the old comic books, the old Marvel-run G.I. Joe comic books, and just uh, review that one issue and give you know points of reference to it because there are a lot of great fantastic issues out there. Or it could even be the the image run on Masters of the Universe image or Masters, yeah, uh, or something uh, Devils do about GI Joe because they had the license for a while and they did a fantastic a fantastic job. job on that. Yeah, I, I was sorry to see it go, but and then I there's do like the, the new ones too. So yeah, and then there's the Marvel Star Wars and the the Star Wars that uh, all the Dark Horse uh, Star Wars that they've done. They've done so many that there's certainly I have virtually all of them so uh we'll certainly do a review of those and there's a lot to choose from yeah um and then also one thing that we will throw in occasionally uh is character backgrounds so and those will when we do those those will probably be related to something that we're reading in the in one of the other segments exactly if you're like a gi joe but you're not really familiar with each and every character and you'd like to know a little bit more about them what episodes you can see them in in cartoons what comic books they appear in things of that nature just send me the list or the names yeah. of people you'd like, and I'll be sure to get that to you. Exactly. So, like, for instance, if a certain G.I. Joe issue is going to cover Beachhead, 
And maybe we feel like a lot, not a lot of people know a whole lot about Beachhead. So maybe we'll do a review but on they his. Should. Right, they should. He's a great character. Um, but we'll do a little history of who Beachhead is and everything and kind of bring it up to speed. And again, like Chuck said, if there's a character that you don't know a whole lot about in G.I. Joe or Star Wars or Transformers or any of the 80s franchises. Yeah, Marvel or DC, anybody. Yeah. Marvel, DC, anything they, like that. They're producing some DC characters out there that a lot of people don't even know who they are. Right. And I am a, I am very well versed when it comes to DC and Marvel. So. He's my go-to guy for that. So sometimes I don't even know who they are. <laughs> so uh, Who's this guy in his suit? <laughs> that would be the question. Now, uh, so <laughs> we are, uh, so feel free to ask us. I mean, this is your guys' show as much as it is ours, so feel free to throw stuff our way. Um, with that being said, let's do a real... So that's all the segments that we have. Let's uh, go ahead and tell a little bit maybe a little bit more about who we are. Like, who, you know, where we grew up yeah, or anything that like that. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and... Sure, sure. Um, obviously, child of the 80s. I uh, grew up loving all the 80s cartoons. Uh Basically, was born in Chicago. Uh, parents divorced, moved to Ohio. Uh, then we moved to West Virginia. So I was kind of raised pretty much in West Virginia, which was okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so. I know. A lot of jokes there. Okay, insert joke here. <laughs> that being said. And not to alienate our West Virginia listeners. So. We love you guys. <laughs> uh, that being said, there wasn't a lot of uh, big city bustle going on there. So pretty much you had the neighbor kids to play with. And I had a sister growing up, which I... You should play with her a lot, but she's a girl, let's face it. I play with boys more often. Uh, so the neighbor... Whoa! <laughs> and I didn't know about this, folks. We might have to cancel this podcast right now. So. Uh, yeah, okay. As a child, you related to boys more. Exactly, because let's face play it... with action figures. They had the G.I. Joes, whereas my sister had the Barbie dolls. And uh, not to offend any Barbie doll collectors out there, but I'm not playing with dolls. I played with a few dolls. It was mostly to remove the clothes to see if there was what did. was underneath, but, you know. Perv. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Was there a boy that didn't do that? All right, Grant. See? Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but yeah. All right. You're right. Yeah, a lot of my sister's Barbie dolls ended up naked. In I didn't do it on a box. regular basis, let's put it that way. Just when I was curious. Just yeah. when I was curious. Right. But yeah, I grew up uh, receiving a lot of uh, G.I. Joe toys as a kid for mm-hmm. birthdays, holidays, Christmases, you know, whatever. And... Easter, we would get a like a G.I. Joe in my Easter basket along with a chocolate bunny, so that was always cool. Um, I had a lot of cousins that were into G.I. Joe. Uh, some were into the other things, too. Obviously, Transformers was a big part of uh, my childhood growing up. What was cooler than a car that could turn into a robot? I mean, seriously, that was brilliant. And Masters of the Universe, obviously, was another big one of me. Action figures who could do things, and each one was kind of made the same way now that looking back at it as a kid, they use the same sculpts for everything. But each one was colored different and each one was unique. So that's what made it pretty special to me. Uh, just each one looked really different. Like, you have Beast Man, it was like orange. Skeletor was blue and He-Man was like a, a flesh coat brown color. And Cyclone was yellow, so Moss Man was green. Everybody was different. It just it was awesome. Plus you love... The big beefy guys, so which is the running joke. Yes, uh, big fan of Thor too. Let's go ahead and get that out yeah. of the way too. Amazingly, not a big fan of Hulk, but uh, Heck yeah, I don't like the Hulk. I don't know. That's, but uh, uh, yes, you will hear me rip on Chuck many a times about his fascination for big beefy men. So 
Uh, and loincloths. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, the loincloth thing is definitely a yeah. must for you. Not well, if you don't have a loincloth, how can you call yourself a hero? I mean, seriously, you need a cape. Oh, I got... Yes. You need a cape? Go with the loincloth. You're there. Well, you, you do realize, like, I have the exact opposite problem, which, to be all fair, like, I tend to gravitate towards the heroes there in the latex leather tight-fitting outfits. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Latex so tight, you know what religion they are. Yes, folks. exactly, so... Yeah, and then I, you know, before school, sometimes there would be cartoons on, you know, Transformer, He-Man cartoon. Uh, after school, always, you know, get the homework done first, right, Mom? <laughs> so after the school, you know, you hit the you hit the cartoons, you, you watch the Thundercats, GI Joe, you know, Ducktales was on, you know, Tailspin, all those great great cartoons as kids they they do not have now, which is sad to say. Well, they have a lot of great cartoons out there. I just feel like you have to find them more. Like, there's a lot more looking, yeah. Because, there was, because there's so many channels out there and so much going yeah, on. you have your own Cartoon Network. You have Nickelodeon. Right. SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. Good. Where know. for us, it was pretty much you had two, three channels. It's Saturday and, morning. Yeah, yeah, Saturday morning, which... And had, after school. Right. <laughs> for the hour, one hour after school. Well, after school, it was about two hours. It was from three to five. Because I remember Transformer. It was G.I. Joe and Transformers from four to five. And there was other yeah, cartoons was before that. Right. It was a couple hours, yeah. but... But it was still only, you only had like a couple channels after school, and on Saturday mornings yeah. you had three We're or four channels. We're pre-cable, folks. We're pre-cable. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So We're that old. So I don't, I don't think it's so much that the quality of cartoons has gone down at all. I'm not one of those old you know stodgy I think that, guys. I think it has. Really? I don't think so. I think so. it has. Yeah. I think, I think the idea is what they're looking at now is, cartoon-wise, there's no big saga cartoon like the Thundercats, where each episode was a continuation of each episode. Now episodes are self-contained. And the animation is not as good as what it once was. See, I would beg with to the, differ just a little bit, just because I did list. I I have watched uh, Wolverine and the X Men, which is, is an ongoing. Uh, okay, saga. one of the ones I don't watch. Yeah, right. So, so, but again, that goes back to what I was saying. As far as they're more difficult to find now because there's you've so many know, choices. Yeah, you got to know what to look for. Yeah. So you have, yeah, you really have to search to find those saga cartoons that which I like. Yeah, which are fantastic. So. Uh, they are out there. I think the quality is still good. It's just harder to find it. Yeah. Um, so, go ahead with the rest of your background. Yeah, the background. <laughs> Basically, you know, watching cartoons after school. Uh, got older, got more into girls and stuff like that, which every little boy does, I guess. At some, some point. point in yeah. time. So, got more into well, girls. Well, not all of them do. Not all. Well, some get into <laughs> and that's okay. Boys, and that's okay. We're not here to judge. Whatever. <laughs> and you get into, you know, you, other things. You grow up, so to say. And... All my toys went into boxes and into the garage and stuff like that. So, got into girls, got into high school, got into cars, went off to school, decided to do something with my life, whatever. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Because mom kicked me out of the house. It was the greatest thing in the world. I go back in a minute. Got married. That really didn't work out so well the first time around. Married again. Mm -hmm. Lovely, lovely girl. Chuck's wife is awesome. Love her to death. (laughs) Couldn't see myself without her. Uh, and what really got me back into the whole, because even in, in, while away, you know, it's kind of hard saving up when you don't have a job to read comic books. Right. So getting back into everything, what really got me back into all of this again was, was me. yeah, <laughs> you, totally. Star Wars, when the movie released again, the power of the force figures came oh, yeah, out, yeah. I was a sucker for those figures because as a kid, I would go to, um, now you people will know this, uh, the Hills department store. 
Uh, you go to Hills Department Store. Anyway, How do you know they won't know about it? You would know about this. Oh, they would know about it. Hills okay. is awesome. I thought you said they wouldn't. You know. should know about Hills. Yes. Google it. You'll find it out. Hills Department Store. It went out of business. It, when it was going out of business, it changed its name to Ames. But Hills Department Store was great. They would have little displays set up of the toys, and it would have like a G.I. Joe displays or Star Wars displays mm-hmm. where they would put the figures together with the vehicles and everything, and it would look awesome as a child. You'd run in and see that. You would want that, which was great marketing on their point. But yeah, seeing all that and not having as much Star Wars stuff as I would have liked to as a child, uh, when I was finally, I was older, what was I, in my mid-twenties when that came out, so I was had a job, I had good money, and I bought it all. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to me. Right. So that really got me back into everything else, and from then on, I hooked up with a buddy in high school, and then we went to uh, community college together. And we started liking the same exact things, the video games, the comic books, the superheroes. So we kind of helped each other, I guess, get back into it, I guess. Very cool. And I'm still there today. Not going anywhere. (laughs) Uh, Well, to give my background, uh, I was born and raised in the Cleveland area, uh, Cleveland, Ohio area. and uh, As opposed to Cleveland, Tennessee. Right, exactly. Well, you never know. You know, we were talking about West Virginia. It's kind of close to there. So, yes. um, but yeah, Cleveland, Ohio area uh, have uh, still living there. Obviously, yeah, we both live in we, the suburbs of Cleveland. Right. So uh, it's cold here now. Yes, it's very cold, bitter cold. Yes, it's really. But uh, <laughs> so uh, as a child, actually, uh, surprisingly, I really wasn't that much into comic books. Now, looking at your house, I'm really surprised to hear Yes, that. I thought you might be. Uh, I really just didn't gravitate towards them. I liked looking at them, but never really collecting them. Because where other people would have coasters in their house, Ryan has comics. Yes. Uh, I'll, I, you wouldn't say that because I wouldn't put drinks, so drinks on, on them. Yeah. yeah, but... Maybe those but, bad issues of The Flash you would. Mm, but that's a whole oh, different story. Oh, yeah, don't knock The Flash, please. Yeah, I can run uh, fast. We... <laughs> I love The Flash. He's I know. One of my all-time favorites, yeah, so... Anyways, uh, Sorry, and that includes any Flash. Jay Garrick, Wally West, Barry Allen, Bart Allen. All if you got a lightning bolt on you, he'll love you. All the Flashes, uh, big fan of. So, uh, anyways. So, yeah, really didn't collect a whole lot of comics. Did have a lot of Star Wars figures. Uh, and I believe the one of the first movies I may have seen was a Star Wars movie. I that saw. was the first movie I did see. My, uh, my father and my uncle took me and my cousin... To go see Empire Strikes Back. That's what I went and saw. Because I was a little too young for Star Wars when it first came out. Same here. But I did see it on uh, HBO, home box office. Plug there for you. So I did see it on that, but the first movie I went to go see was Empire Strikes Back. And when I saw that movie, even as a young child, it blew me away. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Well, and that was the thing. Like, and I was uh, hooked. Well, you and I, I don't think you mentioned it, you and I are the same age. We're about 34 uh, yeah, you're, you're 34 still, right? Yeah, I'll okay. be 35 in April. Okay, so birthday ideas. Yeah, birthday uh, ideas. April, <laughs> April, folks, be 35. It's a monumental birthday. Let's. Uh, so we're both 34. So we we both grew up with the the same time period and everything. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I saw the very first Star Wars movie because I would have been two. Um, and yeah, I was a little young to see it in the theater. So, <laughs> but who knows? My my dad may have taken me. I have no idea. Uh, I, I should w- probably check with my parents. Before yeah. I lie on the because, I mean, here. I know two-year-olds that went to movies and stuff like that, so 
but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm going to say theater. I didn't see it. But I did see it in the theater when it came back. Yes, I did too. Which and was awesome. Uh, I, but I did see Empire Strikes Back, and I remember it pretty vividly, which is why I'm such a huge fan, because yeah. the fact that I could still remember it. Yeah. Um, I remember at the theater I went to, there was uh, people working there that were dressed up as C-3PO, and awesome. a Stormtrooper, and Darth yeah. Vader. And I remember Darth Vader coming down the aisle, and... Scaring the like it'd be kind of frightening as a little child. Oh, yeah. scared the holy hell out of me. Um, and I think the guy knew it too. So, <laughs> um, yes, exactly. So, had a ton of Star Wars figures growing up. Had a ton of GI Joe figures. I was fortunate enough as a child, as you know, Chuck, to have the USS Flag, which is uh, a big aircraft carrier. It always eluded me as a child. I always wanted it, but the hundred dollar price tag, I guess, for right. my single mother yeah. was too much to that would be a bit much. overcome. So, I never um, ended up getting it. I did have a friend, though, who lived a couple houses down. His name was Sean, and he had it, but it took up the whole wall in his bedroom. It yeah. was huge. You it's could sleep enormous. on it. And my dad was uh, an amazing craftsman, and he, uh, or is still an amazing craftsman. He's still alive. Uh, but he was an amazing craftsman, and he actually attached the USS flag because it wasn't something you could really move around. Right. It's a stationary. It was too big yeah. to move. Yeah. And, well, and also, it wasn't <coughs> built solid. It was built with, like, a, a back... A hollow, yeah. A hollow backing. Right. So he actually attached it to a board and attached wheels to the bottom of it. Right. And then I was actually able to wheel that sucker around in the nice. driveway and everything like that. Right. So it was it yeah, was I've pretty amazing. I've seen people's collections who have taken their USS flag and put them on top of tables and leave their, or desks and leave them there stationary. Yeah. And up little scenes around them so they look really cool it was it was incredible it's massive it's huge um one of the biggest playsets ever yeah and probably one of my favorite toys of all time uh that along with the rancor uh that i had for star wars which uh sad to say ate my wicket the ewok when i was a child well hell yeah he did right so uh everything i looked all over for wicket and when i finally got him i was playing in the backyard had my rancor i said oh this kind of fits in there and boop dropped right into the belly of the rancor, and I'm not going to break the rancor to get yeah. the wicket out. So, so um, if anybody's listening and has an extra wicket, we yeah. can send it to Ryan. You can send it to me. Uh, I doesn't appreciate have it. one. It makes he me cry. One. Makes me cry. Uh, he likes little teddy bears. And <laughs> well, and actually, what upset me about it the most was the fact that wicket was so hard to find. Yeah, that you finally found. Even them. as a kid, you would realize why are these hard to find? I see like 800 Luke Skywalker's and R2D2s right. and. Why can't I find, you know, my little Ewok buddy I like? Yeah, and, and I'm not even a big fan of Wicket or the Ewoks. Of course you're not. But, since he was so hard to find, to finally get him and then lose right. him that way was, yeah. was awful. And so. it's not really lost. You know where it is. It's just you can't, can't get, get it. to him. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I grew up with all those toys. Grew up with Legos. I was always building stuff. Uh, so I loved uh, constructing different things. Yeah, kudos to Legos. I love Legos. Yeah, big Hated time. Hated the Mega Blocks and Duplo. Generic Legos, you suck. <laughs> No, Duplo is Legos. Suck. It's for younger yeah, kids. Yeah, whatever. Big Legos. By the same company. Special kid Legos. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, eventually my Star Wars toys did get thrown out, uh, unfortunately. Uh, yes, I know. Um, yeah, and that sets rough. And as we had mentioned earlier in the show, my G.I. Joe toys I ended up giving away uh, yeah. out of the kindness of my heart. So... I actually, I would go back to my mom's to help her move something or put Christmas decorations up for her or whatever, and she would come across a couple things in the garage or up in the attic, and she was like, this box is for you. It's got your stuff in it. I'm like, well, what is it? And I would open it up, and it's like some of my toys as a child, and 
was telling Ryan we should go to my mom's and just clean out her garage because I've probably got some Master of the Universe and Transformer guys there because I don't know where those guys are at. And I already but, told Chuck I'm more than willing to help, but I do get to choose a toy or two for yeah. services. So <laughs> Just to pick a pick one from my uh, collection here. Right. Which I had many of the little uh, mini Transformers, like you know the Bumblebee-style, Cliffjumper-style gears. Uh, I had a couple of the larger ones. Not so many of because I guess the smaller ones were less expensive, so I yep. got those. Masters of the Universe got a couple of those figures, and I'm still am missing those. I got a couple of them, but not all of them. The ones I remember, I got Manny faces. I can't find him. My original He Man, can't find him. They've got to be my mom somewhere in the garage. Yeah, my Star Wars guys. She did give me a couple of them back, uh, but from going to random flea markets and yard sales and stuff, I picked up a couple other ones. Random toy shows, like I got a. Chewbacca for like a dollar or two, and it's like pretty pretty mint. It's not missing any paint or anything like that, but it is open. So, uh, so going back to uh, my childhood, yeah, let's get off of Chewbacca and go so back about, to my childhood. Uh, about uh, probably about seventh or eighth grade is when I started going to a local t- comic shop because I was old enough to ride my bike out and about without my parents worrying about me. Uh, I was cutting grass at the time, so I was able to earn a little bit of money. Yeah, and it's I went kind of to the same story I had was delivering newspapers but i was a little bit older i was probably like 11 or 12 and money collecting papers what i would do is buy some comic books and they were pretty much just the marvel gi joe comic book that's pretty much what i stuck to as a kid i did get off sometimes and get like captain america and things like that but pretty much the marvel gi joe kind of ate up most of my paper route money can we go back to me now no. go ahead yeah. <laughs> it's all about you the sun that's, revolves around that's man. right you had your chance to tell you he's the host time. i'm the co-host no <laughs> no we're co-hosts <laughs> Together. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so he says. So we had, uh, so I actually started picking up Marvel, just like you. Uh, I picked up Spider-Man and some X-Men. and love Spider-Man. Um, and picked up one issue, I remember, of uh, Green Lantern, uh, which was one of my favorites from Super Friends growing up, uh, watching that cartoon. And then uh, started really starting to collect a little bit more and collect a little bit more and then through high school kind of collected here and there especially once I was able to drive and then could drive to the comic shop and pick up a bunch of stuff and put it in the car yeah instead of carrying like one or two little things in a bag on your bike exactly so uh that sucked yeah so and then I went to college and uh couldn't afford comics well who could at that time? yeah could wasn't I working. couldn't afford Raymond noodles <laughs> exactly and it sucked because there was such a great comic shop uh, i went to the university of toledo and there was such a great comic shop out there near the university that was just enormous and i would well, maybe we'll take loved... a roadie out there yeah that would be great uh Road i think i think you would love it road to toledo ohio which is all you of, love mash all clinger's two hours hometown. away yes oh yeah yeah he, uh clinger was uh was from there uh, so then once I got out of college, I got a job, and then it was like, oh, geez, I can afford stuff again. Yeah. Uh, Hooray! That's really where my comic major collecting started, because well, I... When you had the money? Yeah, when I had the money, when I was able to go back and start getting all the back issues, and I really yeah. started getting heavy into DC at that time, uh, and then started slowly getting into Marvel again. Uh, was constantly still collecting Star Wars during that time. Star Wars Comics was a huge fan of that whole series. Started collecting the books of Star Wars, which was uh, Timothy Zahn book uh, trilogy, uh, which was like Heir of the Empire, Dark Force Rising. Uh, that Those were just incredible books. I highly recommend them. Uh, 
I actually have virtually every Star Wars book out there. That's I've seen it. He has them. Fiction-based. I have not read all of them, but I have all of them. He has them. I've seen them. Uh, I will be reading those, and as I read them, I will certainly get, give a nice review on them if I like them. I'll give a bad review if I don't. They'll like them. They're Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> no, I have had a few that I didn't care for too much. And so. I find that surprising. Yes, but uh, no, I, just because it has Star Wars on it does not make it liquid gold. So, in fact, sometimes I'm a little more critical of it because of that. So Might be silver. Um, so, with, uh, so that was really my background. And then, you know, I really didn't collect a whole lot of action figures until uh, maybe... A few years back, I got a few here and there, and then uh, kind of been slowly. What was the up. one figure that brought you back into collecting? That was the Batman Infinite Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths figure. Yeah, uh, which is a, an amazing Batman figure. Um, so that was the one that really got me back in, um, and that's and the rest was history after that. Uh, yeah, it's, Star Wars got me back in. Um, I recently, we just went out before the podcast, I actually picked up, uh, Mr. Terrific from, uh, DC Classics, yeah. and that, that's one of my favorite JSA figures, uh, characters and figures, so. Yeah, you might hear us mentioning that we go to, uh, local establishments, Toys R Us, Walmart, Target, uh, department store type places, to just randomly search for figures, it's kind of what we do, it's our right. thing. Not always finding what we Not want. Not always finding what we want, getting disappointed, but, yeah. But at least find. Yeah, when are they going to make the uh, Wave 2 of to the, the Superman target. Batman? Yeah. yeah, the Public Enemies Wave 2 yeah. figures, the 6-inch figures. Yeah, come they, on, when's, when's that coming out? Yeah, well, I, and I want Major Force, which... I want the Superman and Batman alternate figures. Yeah, you want the uh, metallic Superman. And yeah, because he's cool as shiny. Yeah, he is cool. Shiny um, figures are great. Yeah. Um, so are blue figures and <laughs> translucent figures. So that's a bit about us, and that's why you... Uh, that's why we feel like we know a lot of this stuff. Uh, we definitely, before we kind of wrap things up with a top five of our own, uh, definitely want to give a shout out to some podcasts that we listen to, some definitely, of our favorites. Uh, why don't you go ahead, Chuck? Kind of gave us the uh, inspiration to do all this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a, what, a big one, what I listen to is uh, thatnewtoysmelt.com. It, those guys are great. A um, bunch of guys get together. Uh, it's Pixel Dan is in that, if you're familiar with the HeMan.org community. Uh, Pixel Dan, Scotty Cash, uh, Dirt Duvall, uh, Killin, KillinEnterprises.com. Give them a free plug there so they can uh, look for all your uh, toy needs there. And I like their style. I like them. I've been listening to them since the beginning. Um, another one I listen to is uh, 11 O'Clock, so that's a good one. Nerd City. These guys are from Chicago. you got to represent the Chicago boys. Those are good. So that's, I know it's not one that probably Ryan doesn't listen to. Right. But I, I enjoy them and the um, the Geek Savants. Yes, Ryan turned me onto that one, so I've been listening to those guys. And you'll hear me talk about them a little bit in a, now. In a moment. Ryan's a little bit more up to date with them than I am, simply because of all the other things I have going on in my life. Uh, but I do listen occasionally when I have time. Uh, pretty big on the GI Joe His Tank website and the uh, Masters of the Universe He Man dot org site. So we'll refer to those from. You know, time to time. Especially for references. And yeah, exactly. Big fans of those sites. Kudos to those guys. All right. Uh, for me, I have, uh, I'd say, six main ones that I, I listen to. Uh, Lantern Cast is one that I listen to because I'm a huge Green Lantern fan, as you'll find out. Um, and they do a great show. Uh, it's two guys that actually didn't even know each other. And they decided to do a podcast together because they both liked Green Lantern. A uh, lot going on with Green Lantern right now with well, Blackest Night. Well, people together. Right, exactly. So, uh, 
I would definitely recommend it for someone that's a Green Lantern fan. Uh, or if you think you're interested in Green Lantern. Or into Blackest Night right now. Yeah, with Blackest Night going on, they'll def- definitely bring you up to speed. So that's a good show. Uh, one of the other ones I listened to is DC Noise. And actually, that was an episode, uh, or that was a podcast that kind of inspired me to really jump on doing this. For the simple fact, uh, in Sad News, uh, one of the hosts there had actually passed away, Eric Martin. Uh, prayers and thoughts go out to you, man. Exactly. Uh, and your family and everything. But... Uh, he was a very no-nonsense kind of guy and very cool. Talked to him on the forums a lot. Never got a chance to meet him or actually talk with him. But because of his death, it made me feel kind of motivated to actually say, you know what, this guy put everything into his his geekiness and everything else. I should maybe do the same. And I want to do a podcast. I enjoy podcasts. Let me do them. So DC Noise, definitely great because I'm a huge DC fan. And then uh, Uncanny X-Cast is one that I listen to. I'm a huge X-Men fan as well. Uh, those guys actually gave me the, the inspiration for the different segments, uh, naming them various things based on what we're actually covering. Uh, they are no-nonsense kind of guys, same, around yeah. maybe the same age as we are. And we've had help putting this thing together. So. Yes, and I'm going to get into that in one second. Exactly. But uh, And then uh, Comic Geek Speak, which is the granddaddy of comic book. Uh, I forgot to mention that one. Yes. I listened to that one, too, yeah. Uh, that they, one eluded me. They are definitely ones that uh, I pick and choose episodes because they do a lot of episodes. There's a they, lot of them, They yeah. do five episodes a week. and but, That's a lot. But yeah. they are all great. I've even listened to episodes that I didn't think I'd be interested in and had just such a great time they are actually gonna be the ones that sponsor our forum uh for us where you guys can go and chat and everything so hopefully now that we'll have an episode recorded we'll be able to get that forum going for everyone to chat yeah once we get this uploaded absolutely so uh i hats off to them and they've been nothing but helpful uh and then uh the big one for me that i listen to is uh the geek savants uh and I did say that there were six. I don't think I've covered all six because there is a sister podcast to the Geek Savants. But the Geek Savants, I have to give credit to. They were the first one I started listening to. They are a raunchy, geek-related uh, podcast. Now, do you want to reveal your name on that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My uh, my online name, uh, forum name is Royal Lantern. Uh, you may have heard me mention on the Geek Savants if you listen to them. Uh, I drive Dave DeWanch nuts. I tend to be his nemesis on there. Uh, but in all reality, Dave and I do get along, uh, at least through emails and everything else. He actually was a huge help in getting this podcast going because I didn't know what went into a podcast. I told him I was interested. Could you give me some insight? He took me step by step on how to do everything. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yes, thank you very much, Dave. I mean, you really came through for us and helped us out here. So, uh, so you guys listen to his show. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to his show. Uh, in fact, we'll probably get some listeners from their show. Of course, yeah. Uh, so Dave uh, Dave DeWanch, Super Ugly, is on that show. It's uh, John Williams. He's hilarious. Yeah. You could not uh, find a funnier guy. You got Grant. Uh, he Grant's stories of his kids. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard some of them, but they yeah. are absolutely hysterical. Um, and, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah. He's, he's hysterical. He's He's got some of the most entertaining stories. Uh, Brian, uh, who is on there, he actually, uh, he's probably the one I relate to the most because he thinks kind of the same way I do about different geeky things. Like he loves Gotham Central as a comic book. That was one of my favorite. A lot of the video games he, uh, plays, I play, um, and that kind of ties into the sister podcast of the Geek Savants, which is the Two Bit Podcast, which is done by Brian from the Geek Savants, 
and Tom, who's known as Super Tom on the forums, they do, it's basically mostly about video games, uh, but they also cover uh, manga and uh, anime and all that type of stuff. Uh, Ah, cartoon porn. Yes, exactly. Uh, And they're, again, just very free-speaking type of guys, uh, so definitely listen to the 2-Bit Podcasters as well. They're, They're fantastic. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, again, I can't give enough uh, credit to the Geek Savants for getting me interested and getting me involved in the forums and and really taking a step by step. So those yeah. are the, those are the podcasts that we listen to. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've uh, and one other sidebar about the that new Toy Smell podcast. It will be changing its name soon to um, the Pop Culture Network, so you can find it that way. Also, a sister podcast off of that sister station will be uh, VGLosers.com. Which is videogamelosers.com. That's pretty much run by dirt. And where you get your uh, podcasts for fantasy football, MMA, uh, comics, things like that related. So you get your fix of those. Wrestling. If you guys are into wrestling, I'm not so much into wrestling. So Which is amazing because, again, the big guy, <laughs> thing, guy yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm totally shocked that you are not into wrestling, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. So. I mean, it's you know, not everybody's cup of tea, but if you're into that, it's there. MMA fights, it's there. So. so it's it's a really good really good site and they'll be changing their name over to uh, again the Pop Culture Network. So yeah. look for those guys there. So I, uh, again, we both thank the podcast that kind of inspired us to do this ourselves and uh, those that really helped us along. And uh, again, couldn't say enough. So uh, yeah, great ho- guys, great guys, great yeah. community. Hopefully, this actually works because we've been recording for over an hour now. Yeah, I hope and, this worked. And because uh, for not if it didn't. Yeah, because I don't know if we can go through this all again, but. Uh, Maybe not word for word. Right, exactly. So, uh, anyways, uh, to close the show... You have uh, a backup present in case it doesn't? No, I don't have a backup present. So, uh, that sucks. So, sorry, you get one present That's per, okay. per podcast. Per, I like surprise if it didn't. Per year. Per year? <laughs> okay. So... Either my birthday or Christmas, I'll have to decide. Well, maybe birthday. All right, too. You might see something for birthday, but... Um, so, anyways... Uh, We'll go ahead and go into actually having a segment. We're going to have the Jedi Holocron because we are going to do a top five. So uh, let's go ahead into the Jedi Holocron. Holocron. All right, top five. Uh, I guess this is our top five uh, character universes, so to say, or or things we know the most. Things we know the most about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one for me would obviously be... Let's start at five and work up to the number one. Oh, we're going to so suspense? Go yeah, so I'll right. edit that out there for you. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll work back. Get a blooper reel. We'll work backwards there. Yeah, I wasn't so. told about we're working backwards. Sorry, but most, right, number most people go backwards because the number one's the awesome one. Right, we're doing the Dave Letterman <laughs> top ten. <laughs> top five. So, so you're number five. Number five would be Spider-Man. Love Spider-Man. Uh, growing up as a kid, he was great. Love the amazing friend Spider-Man. The cartoon was awesome. The movies were phenomenal. They're even doing a part four. Can't wait for that to come out. Just can't say enough things nice about Spider-Man. He's great. I, I've been a big fan of Spider-Man for a long time. Movies were great. Uh, third one was a little lackluster. I liked the third one. Um, I think they tried to fit too many characters in. I liked it. It worked for me. Okay. Didn't work for a whole lot of people. It worked for me. I liked it. The Sandman was great. You oh, I love Sandman. The Sandman was it, great. Yeah. But I could have stuck with Sandman, maybe just throw Venom at the end as a teaser for number four. Yeah. Um, I just felt like they tried to cram too much into three. Um, yeah, it could have been a little longer. I agree. Or a little bit shorter, maybe. Could have ran a little longer. 
Uh, I loved it. We're doing Lord of the Rings version of Spider-Man. That would be awesome. Like a Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> Epic saga of Spider-Man. Four hours long each one. Sure, why not? All I'd right. watch it. Alright, uh, my number five was X-Men. Uh, Chuck, I know you're not really a huge fan of X-Men, but uh, I it's one of the earliest comics I read as you... Uh, as you heard me mention a uh, huge fan of a lot of the characters. I love the fact of them somewhat having a huge continuity uh, going on. They really have that whole universe all to their own, even though they're in the Marvel universe that there's so many titles going on. That's probably my only complaint with X-Men is that there's 16 X-Men titles out there lot, or yeah. something like that. I, I did enjoy the X-Men movies. Those were great. Those were fantastic. And even the spinoffs though. Even though the, Wolverine again, movie. Third one was a little lackluster for me. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people criticized the third movie of X-Men. I thought it was fairly decent. Uh, There was definitely some things I liked in it. It wasn't as good as the first two. Yeah, the Wolverine movie... Wolverine Origins. Origins had its moments of being good. That's actually one movie we went and saw together. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I I think I liked it more than you. Yeah, definitely, because there was definitely moments of it that I didn't really care for. So, Um, But... Still a fun movie. Uh, I went in with low expectations because of the third X-Men movie. Went in with low expectations, so I actually did enjoy it probably because of that. Um, but there was certain parts of it that I thought was uh, total crap. So, anyways, yes. Um, but the X-Men universe as a whole, I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, Some of my favorite Marvel characters of all time are uh, Cyclops and Havoc and, and uh, Nightcrawler and Colossus. And Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine's overused quite a bit. <laughs> I'm not your favorite. He's on every comic book cover. No. Uh, he has like eight comic books of his own. He's not your favorite? No, he's not. Uh, he's he's the he's the snake eyes of uh, ah, of, of the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah. So um, overused. He's overused. Um, Good character. Yeah, love low him doses. As, love him as a character. They've made him too invincible. Yeah, he's uh, like I his like, own universe. Yeah, I liked him better when in the early X Men books where he took him a while to heal. Could get hurt. He yeah. could get hurt. Uh, I liked him when he was part of a team. I personally don't think he's much of an individual. Now, I like character. the individual loner. I work alone. Yeah, but he has kind of three books where he was working alone right now. I know. <laughs> so it's I kind of like him as part of the team. Uh, it's kind of like for me, he's kind of like what they're doing with Deadpool right now. I think Deadpool's getting way too much coverage. He's got three. Well, they're, they're, they're doing it because the movie's coming out. I know. And they and they got three books out for Deadpool, and I like Deadpool better when he was the occasional mercenary that showed right. up and cost him Well, they've got to so. promote him a lot in the comic book world to prepare people for the movie. Yeah, but... So I know why they're doing it. I know why they're doing it. I don't agree with it. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right, into your number four. Number four, uh, Star Wars, surprisingly enough. I love Star Wars. Love the first movies that came out, the four, five, and six. I even really liked and loved one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jar Jar Binks could do without. Could do without him. <laughs> but other than that, everything was great. And the thing is, Jar Jar does play a crucial you role. You need him. You in need the story, him. Yeah. But they could have they could have done the same role without making him such a dopey character. Yeah, we could have done without the silliness factor of him. The because uh, I actually like the Gungans. Yeah, the Gungans were fine. Yeah, and not a problem with them at all. He was just the dope of them. So yeah. But when he comes along and comes of age, it could be a coming-of-age story of Jar Jar, too, because eventually he takes a Senate seat for the Queen, and you, you find out he's become more serious of a character. So he's eventually needed for that role. But, yeah, again, 
you know, could have done without him putting his head between the uh, yeah. pod racers, uh, yeah. light spark there, and zapping his tongue and not speaking and stealing a fish or whatever he yeah. stole. And- well, and I think one of the things, too, that would have worked better for the first episode was if they didn't make Anakin such a little boy. Yeah, he was kind of young. If they made him a teenager right from then, it would have made 12, more... 12? Yeah, well, 12 to 13? Yeah, yeah. it would have made, made a lot more sense for the simple fact that you would have uh, a better connection between Padme and him. Yeah, because I didn't really know the Padme, age of her. Padme looks like a pedophile in the first Yeah, one, she could so. be rocking the cradle of love there. Um, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. yeah older women are beautiful lovers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, like, if they made him a teenager, it would also have made more sense because the Jedi Council was saying... But he's too old. Well, yeah, how yeah. young do you have to frickin' well, start? Well, if you look at the uh, <laughs> the younglings, those kids looked about four or five. True. But, so Christ, how close he is to that age. I mean, he was eight, I believe, or somewhere eight, around eight, there. nine or ten, somewhere around that age. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around that age. So, I mean, I guess I didn't have a bigger problem with it as you did, I guess, but it was yeah. okay. It worked for me. I still enjoy the The thing movies. about them, you know, being interested in each other, that kind of... Yeah. But again, I didn't know her age. Right. Some some young queens took the throne, or young... Maybe she was, you know, 15, 16. Yeah. And if he's 10, that's five years. That's not a big deal. Yeah. And I still I still enjoy the new movies. Not yeah. Nowhere near the level I enjoy the original trilogy. No, no. Um, but not I, at all. I definitely find... And, and if you're someone that's only watched the, movie, the new trilogy... Uh, once, I would definitely recommend watching it again because I actually didn't care for Phantom Menace when I watched it the first time. You have to watch the movie. You have to watch a couple times. I watched a few times and I actually started picking up other things I liked about it. Um, Again, I'll never like it as much as I like the original trilogy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're on the same level, but I do see how they all tie into each other Exactly. And I do view the the original trilogy differently now than I did... uh, Prior to. Prior to seeing yeah. the new trilogy, because now all of a sudden, like, okay, Obi-Wan's got more of a history. and Yeah, and same here. He's not some creepy guy hanging out in the hills right. looking at Luke Skywalker. And it actually elevated Obi-Wan to one of my favorite characters. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, all right, well... Uh, number four for you. Number four for me is... Uh, I, I went kind of generic with this. I just said supernatural stuff. Uh, and this is not necessarily supernatural, the sh- TV show, although I am a huge fan of that. He means Ghostbusters. Love Ghostbusters, uh, but I, I am a huge fan of Supernatural, the TV show. It, it's a great show. Uh, they're unfortunately, are going to be doing their final season uh, coming up. It seems like so, uh, but just like even comic books, I love Ghost Rider. I love Doctor Strange. Uh, you know, Werewolf by Night's one of my favorite characters. Uh, all this supernatural type stuff. Anything about ghosts, I'll watch Ghost Hunters on TV. Uh, movies, I love The Exorcist as one of my favorite movies of Great all time. Movie, yeah. Um, I you know anything that deals with the supernatural, I'm a huge fan of X Files. I loved watching X Files. You know, so all that type of stuff was def is definitely huge for me. I don't know how you feel about ghostly or supernatural type things, but I love Halloween. Halloween's a great movie. No, oh, the holiday. I like <laughs> the getting, holiday too. I like getting great. candy. The movie's great too. Yeah, the, yeah. the original. You and, love and Jamie even the Rob Zombie version, I really liked. Hey. Halloween two. Piece of crap. <laughs> the Rob Zombie version, not the original. Oh, no, version. okay, okay. The original version. That, yeah. No, original version is great. The Rob Zombie remake of Halloween Two, awful, <laughs> total waste of time. Now that one I have not seen. But yeah, any movie yeah. with Jamie Lee Curtis, it's oh, yeah. got to be great. To give you, well, to give you an idea of how bad Halloween Two is of the Rob Zombie version, I went and saw it. Was sitting in a the theater by myself because I saw it weeks after it came out, and was sitting in a the theater by myself in the dark, and you're watching a scary movie. 
you should be terrified in that situation. Or somewhat frightened. Or somewhat frightened, or a little on edge, or looking over your shoulder, or something like that. Not once was I scared. Um, so, it's a total awful movie. But Halloween the season, yes, great. Yeah. Uh, great time of year. Uh, love the idea of scaring kids. So. And free candy. Yeah, absolutely. So All right, into your number and three. Number three, the Transformers. You gotta love the Transformers. Like I said before, anytime you could take an automobile or a plane and transform it into a robot, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. I uh, loved both of the Transformer movies that came out. I know you're not a big yeah. fan of Part 2. <laughs> I liked Part 2. I mean, there's a couple of things I could have done without. I could have done without the... Mud flap mud and... Mud flap and Skids, was it, or yeah, something like that? Yeah, apologize to that robot's name for um, not knowing him. But yeah, it's... Uh, Those crazy two robots. Yeah, and... And a lot of people said there was a lot of swearing in that movie. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me. I mean, obviously, if you're taking your kids to it, you don't want them to hear that word. So, you know, I, I get that, I guess, but... It worked for me. It was there, okay. Yeah, there's a few things I could have done without in that movie. I could have done without the robot, the Transformer that was the chick that turned into a Transformer. When, oh, when he went to college. Yeah, yeah when yeah. he went to college, and all of a sudden he's got this hot girl on yeah. him, and then it turns out that she's a Transformer. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit there. You know what? Um, I would think that would be like a hologram. It would have been better as a hologram if they had gone that way, but she was an actual Transformer. She actually turned into metal, this yeah. metal thing that came but after But I, I viewed her as a hologram human. She was a Transformer who hologrammed herself into a human. Could be, but he was touching her, so that's yeah. why I had a problem with it. And she had to obviously feel like skin, which is why I call bullshit. Um, but so she was hot. Let's, uh, she was hot. She was hot. Um, so <laughs> and, and then uh, the two that we mentioned, I couldn't tell if they... Everyone told me that they were, like, ghetto uh, cousins. Yeah, they seemed... But I seemed like yeah. they were hillbillies, because they had the no, they had the teeth gold, and their gold tooth Yeah, but hillbillies on, yeah. do that, too. The reason I thought they were hillbillies is because they were constantly wrestling each other. And that's and I don't see I don't make, I'm not from the ghetto but I don't know too many ghetto guys that wrestle each other. Um, yeah, we're pretty much suburbanites here. They so. tend to shoot each other, don't they? <laughs> well, then they blast each other. Yeah, but they when everyone gets they were constantly or like wrestling. I don't. Oh, know. and Devastator. I mean, come on, seriously. Devastator I didn't mind as much. I, it would have been more appropriate to have Devastator look like the Devastator. But none of the none of the Transformers look my, like they did my before. Big, my big problem with um, so I understand why you did. My third big problem with uh, the transform the second Transformers movie was uh, the Blackbird uh, that was uh, Skyfire. I think it was what it was. Yeah. supposed to be uh, pirate. Could we say Pirates of the Caribbean? I mean, that's <laughs> what he was. I didn't have a problem. They were like, oh let's, yeah. oh, let's see. Pirates of the Caribbean was a big hit, which it is a great movie. I yeah, love those movies. Yeah, those are good. But I don't need a Transformer from Pirates of the Caribbean to show well, what about what about Ravage? Did you love Ravage. Love Ravage. Yeah. Love Ravage. Love Soundwave. Yeah. Soundwave was Soundwave awesome. Was awesome. As a satellite. And you know what? That was the original voice, I yes. do believe, of the Soundwave, uh, the cartoon it, character. It had to have been. It sounded dead on. It was um, great. And I love the idea of updating him from being a cassette tape to being a satellite that shot stuff down. Right, right. That's um, great. And that was, I think that was supposed to be Laserbeak inside. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Ravage shot these little pellet guys right. out. And I yeah. think that was supposed to be Laserbeak that formed into that. So, yeah, I mean, there was definitely stuff I loved about it, but um, I loved the the fight scene in the forest. That, that was, was great. That was awesome. I loved yeah. seeing Bumblebee finally kick ass, because I don't like Bumblebee usually, but to see him take Ravage and just split him into two, yeah. that was great. So, Well, you got to uh, love Bumblebee, because And we're sorry in, in advance if we're spoiling any movies for you guys, but we... You should have seen this shit by now. Yeah, and, and we will spoil stuff, so we'll yeah, warn you ahead yeah. of time. 
Um, but yeah, Transformers amazing. Uh, yeah, the, I'd say definitely Michael I'm, Bay. Kudos. Yeah. Good movies. Good movies. And well, and just Transformers in general for me. I mean, it's one of those things. It yeah. definitely honorary mention. Honorable oh, the, mention the, for the, me. The comics, the action figures, the toy line. Everything. Yeah. It almost it almost made my top my, five. My pajama pants. Everything. <laughs> I love Transformers. It almost made my top five, but there was definitely things I had to put before it. Um, and I, I actually I, told you about the. Uh, they have a die-cast metal that, uh, of the Autobots or Decepticons insignias that you can actually get and put on your car to cover up what they are. So if you have a Saturn like I do or a Chevy or something or like that. Or a Ford. Yeah, it goes right over top of that emblem, covers it up, and it looks like it is a Autobot emblem or a Decepticon emblem. So you can drive a, a, your own Transformer around. So. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, we're, oh, that yeah. we're that dorky. We're yes. that geeky. We're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, for me, my number three was Lost. I mentioned it earlier. I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm a total addict. I have not seen one episode of that show. And you will, because uh, I have all of them on DVD. And I have you not will. seen one episode. It and looked like Gilligan's Island when it first came out to me, who fell on a plane crash instead of wrecked a boat. You only need to see... Uh, the first episode is good. I'm not going to say it's great. I liked the first episode. It kept me around long enough to watch another episode. Uh, by the time I watched... And again, the second episode I thought was good. By the time I watched the third episode involving John Locke, and those of you that are fans, I'm not going to spoil it for Chuck, but those of you fans know the episode I'm talking about where you find out the secret behind John Locke. My mouth hit the floor. I was like, I'm watching the show until it's done. Is he a Transformer? No. Oh. Uh, in a sense, maybe. Uh, it, it has a shocking twist at the end. So, um, Is he a chick? No. <laughs> That's a shocking twist. But, uh, Mangina. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a hermaphrodite. Yeah, uh, I didn't see that coming out of nowhere, yeah. So, uh, they can put that on TV yet? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Um, huge fan of the show. Uh, one of the few shows ever, uh, only show ever, that got me going on the internet and checking out blogs. And I don't do that. Like, this was one that I had to find out what people found in the little tidbits and Easter eggs and all that type of stuff. Wow. Huge, huge fan. Very sad that the last season's coming up, but also very excited because they are going to complete the whole story that they intended to do from the very beginning. Uh, ABC, around season three, said, you know what, how many seasons do you need of this? And they said, we want to do six seasons. And they said, go ahead. So that I know we're going to get a finality, you know, a, a final ending to... Yeah, storyline. I was hooked into something like that. It was called The Sopranos. <laughs> and the season finale HBO gave me was... I heard it was bad. Yeah, it was something yeah. to be desired. So, but uh, I, I am really looking forward to uh, this last season. I was totally hooked on The Sopranos. I lasted, what, eight, nine years, something like that. Or eight, nine seasons, whatever. It was awesome. Yeah. Loved it. Love mob movies. Love gangsters. So that's something I would watch with Chuck's wife. We would watch it together, and we would be blown away. And the last... You listen, they go into a little cafe, you hear the journey, don't stop believing, and all of a sudden, boom, your cable cuts off, your TV cuts off, and that's it. Yeah. That's it. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> How can you stop a show like that? For the love of God. Christ, tell me what happens. Does he get whacked? What happens? I don't know. But people that know me, and uh, especially my wife, uh, will tell you that I'm a huge lost junkie. I, uh, th- it's permeated my life. I... I, I have it's one of the few shows I have DVR I DVR everything it's one of the few shows I cannot sit there and 
DVR and watch it later. I have to watch it when it's actually on. So, um, do you so have yeah. Any of the lost action figures? I do not have any of the lost action figures. I think my Fairlane made them. I, yeah, I have to get Farley. some of those. Yeah, however you pronounce his name. Whatever. Uh, I have to get some of those figures. I, I remember I, seeing those at Toys R Us. Yeah, I really like the hatch scene. It's almost like a scene that's got a few characters on right, it, and right. it's got the hatch there. That one that would be awesome to own. So, yeah, huge, huge fan. All right, you're number two. Number two, and we have, uh, I guess, no surprise, I've been talking about it for a long time, Masters of the Universe. Love Masters of the Universe. Uh, He-Man, love it. Love She-Ra. Cartoons, the yeah. the action figures, the... Even She-Ra. How about the... I'm waiting for the joke. Yeah. Even oh, She-Ra. Yeah. I'm setting you up. I, I, and <laughs> She-Ra. Yeah, not really a big She-Ra fan. <laughs> Yeah, many many little boys didn't really watch She-Ra, but I did because I thought it fit. Well, because Chuck Masters was a special little boy, so I thought it fit with Masters of the Universe because you did see He-Man and Skeletor sometimes in on She-Ra cartoons. Right. So to true. me, it was like another He-Man cartoon. And to me, it was uh, the chick flick version of He-Man. I, I, whatever. <laughs> I just as you like Lost and are that you know intimate about it. I know a lot about Masters of the Universe. I know a lot about the worlds. I loved the filmation. Original cartoon. Right. I even... I know it's sacrilegious to say, but I probably love the Mike Young production stuff a little bit more. Okay. Because they gave characters more in-depth bios and everything like that. And so I'm a huge fan when they do stuff I like that. I love that sort of stuff. I eat it up. So, and that one was pretty much based individually. When you watch the episodes, the next episode would continue and leave on from that. So it was all... Right. It wasn't individual episodes. It was all one giant... Long storyline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was awesome. So I love that. I love the fact that Mattel is doing the Masters of the Universe Classics figures getting released. Big fan of those. Digital River sucks if you know anything about that. That's the company handling all the orders for Mattel. They they really blow. Dropped <laughs> a lot of balls on that. So, uh, wow. They, they're horrible. Balls in loincloths or? Balls to the wall. Those people okay. are going to be fired. <laughs> I don't know. Loincloths rule. <laughs> what, what it is is a lot of people were going on. And you go on to, to, to MattyCollector.com. Give them a free plug. And you could buy your DC or Mattel figures there. Not only do they sell Master Universe, but they sell Ghostbusters, DC Classics. Right. You know, things that Mattel would make. I think you can even pick up Buzz Lightyear and cars. So, you know, it works for everybody. But you go there on the 15th of every month, or if, if that's a Saturday or Sunday, you go the next following business day, Monday. And at noon, Eastern Standard Time, you go to order your figure. And that's the only time they're available. Yeah. So if they sell out within an hour, I'm sorry, too bad you missed it. Right, which sucks. Which sucks, you know. Especially for, for a company that wants to sell. Right. I don't know the production numbers of what figures they're doing, how much of each one. But the more pro- popular the figure, the faster they sell out. Like, I believe Skeletor was like the, after the first original King Skull Comic-Con exclusive figure, they did He-Man, Beast-Man, and then Skeletor was the third figure. By then, people know about the line. Skeletor sold out within like an hour or two. And you would think each time that... A figure is selling out that the next time they're going to do a figure that they know is going to be popular. And let's face it, they should know which figures are going to be popular. Right. Well, they have... That I've they heard, should up the Yeah, talking, talking and listening and lurking on the He-Man.org forum site, that I heard they have increased production numbers going forward with other new figures and stuff like that. But the figures are, are awesome. They're produced by the Four Horsemen, the same guys that do the DC Universe figures. They're just awesome sculpts. They're great. I'm so glad to have these figures. Uh, because some of the figures I didn't have as a child, my father was really religious, didn't want me playing with anything. Yeah, that had to do playing with, with big beefy men? Yeah, exactly. He was <laughs> homophobe. But he was really religious, and he went to church a lot, and he didn't want me 
playing with anything that had to do with magic or black magic or conjuring spells or whatever. So, which is why Chuck's a warlock now. So, which is why, I'm a, yeah, <laughs> which no, yeah, no. <laughs> We're Catholic. <laughs> Which is why I never really got a lot of He-Man toys at my father's house when I would go visit him. And the Smurfs, for some odd reason, he had a problem with because Papa Smurf and Gargamel used magic. So. Maybe he had, well, maybe he had a problem with them living in mushrooms. Or and being the really, drugs associated yeah. with mushrooms. I don't know. <laughs> my dad had a lot of issues. So, But my mom would let me watch the Smurfs. She saw no problem with that or He-Man or anything else. I now, thought. here's a big question since you're big Master of the Universe fan. What were your thoughts on the Dolph Lundgren movie? I actually like it. I actually own wow. it. Wow. I'm not going to bash it because it, well, it has Courtney Cox. Let's just get over that right now. Right. I mean, it didn't really follow the no, Masters of the Universe formation or the... yeah the, Or anything. Yeah, no, it's kind they, of one of the followed, way. They followed yeah. the names and not yeah. even all of them. Right. Now, now Dolph Lundgren, at the time, that would probably be the best choice for He-Man. I agree. At the time... You know, when the movie was made in the 80s. And Franklin Gorey, I believe that's the actor's name who played Skeletor. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. That was a great Skeletor. And because that was a mask. And people. Man in Arms was a great actor. Yeah, that was a mask. There. That yeah. wasn't CGI or nothing. That was a mask. Yeah. And he looked the part of Skeletor. He looked great. I had no problem with the who they chose for the parts. I had a huge problem with the story. The storyline, it could have been a lot better. And they, that's why they're looking to do a new yeah. Masters of the Universe movie. And they felt like they needed... Because I think they felt like they needed to bring it to our world for people to relate to yeah, it. Yeah, it did come to Earth. It wasn't on Eternia. That would have been better if it would have been Absolutely. set on Eternia and supposed to coming to Earth with the Cosmic Key. And, it, and even for that time, if they had done it more or, like... And I know you're not a fan. I don't think you're a fan of this movie at all. But even if they had done it like an Excalibur movie style, where it was yeah, I like Excalibur. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I know someone that didn't. So I no, it was thought, a good movie. Okay, so if they had done it in that style, or, or crawl, crawl. If they had done it in that style of movie, even for back then, I think it would have been a much better movie or more accepted of a movie. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're working on uh, getting a new movie released for that. Just stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, they had a script, but they kind of scrapped it, and now they're looking to do a whole other one. Which see, I'd like to see that one done in almost like a Lord of the Rings style, yeah, movie. Realizing that He Man's got more high tech stuff going on, with right? Him, but and that's why I liked He Man, I guess, because it, it gave you the high tech computer things. They plus had, the fantasy, plus world. the fantasy world, exactly. You got your you got your dragons, your Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing. Your fantasy escape to magic, the old school stuff like that. Plus, then you had high-tech man-at-arms developing Roboto, and Faker was a robot, and they fly around in Wind Raiders and things of that nature. Right. The attack track, I mean... And they shot blasters and used swords. Right. So that's awesome. Very cool. That's awesome. All right, my number two, and we definitely need to get through these. Uh, my number two is Green Lantern. I am a huge Green Lantern fan. Have been ever since I watched Super Friends. That's what kind of got me hooked on anything comic-related. I thought he was not really used a lot in Super Friends. He wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but I really love the parts they did. I mean, when you're a kid, and like they I used Gleek more than him, yeah, <laughs> which Gleek sucked. Um, but I love monkeys, so yeah, I like Gleek. Um, but the fact that as a kid I had a huge imagination, and uh, the fact that I could see a guy that had a ring that he just willed things to be created from that ring was just amazing to me. So. When everyone else was going, I like Batman, I like Superman, I was like, I like Green Lantern. People And at that age, kids are like, who? So, yeah. for me... Yeah, but it's not Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman, even. It's right, like, you didn't really know. Those are know. the big top three ones, yeah. Right. So You were, um, you were a psychic like Robin or yeah. <laughs> Aquaman who's just in the water talking to fish. Right. Whatever. So, I, uh, 
Don't knock Aquaman. I like Aquaman. So, uh, but yeah, Green Lantern, huge, huge fan. Obviously, a lot going on with Blackest Night right now. You'll probably hear me mention that in some of our reviews in the future. I'm a huge fan with what they're doing with Blackest Night. I think it's going to be one of the all-time greatest comic book storylines that's ever been done. Yeah, there's figures even out about it. There's everything. They're promoting the hell out of it. The figures are amazing. Many crossovers. Um, I really, like I said, I I really love the storyline that they're doing. Everything I've read so far has just been amazing. I think it's going to be right up there with Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is one of the all-time granddaddy storylines. I think it will be up there with that. And that's just not me as a Green Lantern fan saying that I think... I think it's going to be big. So it's 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 got me reading it, which you know I don't really read Green Lantern, but I am a fan of Hal Jordan. Oh, I love Hal Jordan. I love Hal Jordan. Um, Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner, John, John Stewart, Stewart yeah. uh, Kilowog, one of my all-time favorites. Sala, Guardians of the Universe. It goes on. It, it goes, goes on. on and on. Uh, Chip, don't say this. <laughs> Gnort. Don't, don't say the squirrel. The dog, you know, the dog oh, one. I'm not familiar with the dog, but uh, don't say the squirrel. The squirrel's great. Chip, yeah, you gotta love Chip. Sure. Um, Chip with no eye. Uh, <laughs> CHP. So, alright, uh, going on to your number one. Number one, this is, is why we're here, folks. Big uh, spoiler here. G.I. Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty much what everybody got me for my birthday and Christmas and holidays and things of that nature. So everyone would get me the G.I. Joe. It came on right after school, so it was convenient for me to watch. Uh, I was military-based. My father was in the military. He supplied me with a lot of G.I. Joe things, and he gave me some military background and some uh, actually gave me some of his old army fatigues and stuff like that. And my mom would cut them and sew them and make them fit me, and nice. I would go out and with a neighbor kid next door, uh, Larry. And play, hey, Larry, how's and it going? play G.I. Joe. Play G.I. Joe, yeah. We, you know, play army commandos and... At the time, it was it had to have been like eighty three, yeah, because I think yeah eighty three, nineteen eighty three. It's how old we are. Yeah. So I would go over to his house, Larry's house, and I'd play with him, and we would play GI Joes, and we'd go in the forest, which in West Virginia behind your house, there's always a forest somewhere, yeah. or the woods. So we would go up there and get lost and just play GI Joe until it got dark and had to come home. And then I noticed he had we went to his house. It rained one day, and we went to his house, and he actually had these little army hero guys and I was like army figure guys I'm like who are these guys like these are G.I. Joe's and he introduced me to G.I. Joe I'm like well these guys are pretty cool and he's like yeah they got these all these weapons and things like that and he had the uh, the armored personnel carrier which was the first vehicle I got and I got it because he had it mm-hmm. and you could put all your G.I. Joe's in it and it came with it nice it was like a collector's kind of right. holder for all your Joe's and the first G.I. Joe character I got was Flash which is one of the original ones that basically he's a green shirt with he's got red pads on and he's a laser rifle trooper nice so big uh big up and i think and you and i talked uh chuck's definitely way more into gi joe or knowledge wise than i am but i think we've talked in the past and i think we we probably both had maybe equal number of gi joe toys growing up uh pretty close to it i mean i definitely had my fair share of them yeah i did not have each and every toy that came out gi joe but i pretty much had a lot of them. i had a lot of them yeah i didn't have everyone but i had a lot of them the only one that really you know eluded me other than the uss flag obviously the one i really wanted and never got was the sky striker yeah i got the sky striker i never did get uh the cobra terror terror drone yeah that was one i always wanted to have yeah um but yeah so uh I, I don't pick that up on eBay for a couple hundred bones. Yeah, <laughs> good <laughs> I, luck. I do have uh, I do have a lot of knowledge with GI Joe, but nowhere near the level that Chuck has when it comes to. Uh, I love GI Joe. Joe. The, so. the, the, even the reissue GI Joe, the uh, 25th anniversary reissues were great because they looked like the old characters just redone. 
more updated, more modern. The Rise of Cobra G.I. Joe figures I'm not really into. You weren't really into the movie either. <laughs> I really wasn't into the movie. I, you know, being a big G.I. Joe fan, I expected more. I wanted more. Don't get me wrong, the movie's okay. I own the movie. It was a Christmas present. I own the movie. It's okay. And see, I enjoyed If you it. don't know anything about G.I. Joe and you're a kid, you go into there, you're going to like it. It's action-packed. There's, you know, sword fights. You're going to like it as a kid. And see, even with me knowing a lot about G.I. Joe, I really enjoyed it because there's a lot of Easter eggs in it. Yeah, yeah, of Um, course. Yeah, you'll find those. For being fans. You'll see Bazooka's number 14 red shirt hanging up. Yes. They mention, uh, Dennis Quaid mentions Kung Fu Grip. Grip. uh, Knowing's half the battle. Knowing is half the battle, yeah. All that type of stuff. That's in there, yeah. um, So I, I actually thought it was just a fun movie. It wasn't what I would want if I was making a G.I. Joe movie. Right. But it was fun, and I enjoyed it. Well, to me, G.I. Joe was a real American hero, and now they're all international. Yeah. I could have done without that. I could have done without that. I know, but I know, I why, know they why they did, did it. it. Um, and I, if I was to make a GI Joe movie, because I would be trying to trigger to or go towards audience uh, of my age, I would have done more of like a Saving Private Ryan style of GI Joe movie, where it's a little bit grittier, a little bit more realistic. Yeah. One that we're a big fan of was the G.I. Joe cartoon, G.I. Joe Resolute. G.I. Joe Resolute, I was just going to mention that. Resolute That was, was awesome. That is what I wanted the G.I. Joe movie to be. Because before, in like 1987, they did a G.I. Joe movie with uh, Don Johnson, was the voice of Lieutenant yes. Falcon and Sergeant Slaughter, and they had the whole... Fun movie again, but also kind of bad. You know what? It was a great movie, except for the Cobra Commander backstory. Cobra, Cobra Law. Cobra La 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 La. That... <laughs> that did not happen. My universe that never existed because that is the most ridiculous bullshit ever. <laughs> You're going to tell me that he's an ancient civilization of over thought. You know, I don't even want to go into it. It's bullshit. Globulus, Burgess but, Meredith is a great actor. Yeah. They use his voice. It was okay. whatever. But G- didn't happen. G.I. Joe Resolute was a fantastic movie. If yeah, it's you more have, updated. Yeah, if you didn't see it, check it out. You could, it was on Cartoon Network for a while. Uh, now you can get it on DVD for like 10 bucks. Yeah, 10, 13 bucks. Um, Originally, it started out as little mini pieces, little five minute snippets on the internet. Okay. And you would go to like Hasbro.com or G.I. Joe.com or whatever right. to look at them and view them. Which I was glued to it. I couldn't wait for the next one to come it out. It was fantastic. Weekly installments, yeah. yeah. And I bought, I bought it the day it came out. And I love it. I've seen it like and, three times since I bought it. And the little snippets uh, ties into what my number one is, exactly. which was Star Wars. Uh, Big surprise. Yeah, huge surprise there. What's the um, name of the show, folks? <laughs> Star Wars is enormous for me. Uh, it's it, it's totally taken over my life besides Lost. Um, but uh, I am a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, absolutely adore just about everything about Star Wars. Yeah, nothing um, really bad to say about it. Yeah, there's nothing sure. bad to say. The reason I said snippets kind of leads me into it is because Cartoon Network did do a bunch of snippets of Clone Wars. It was an animated thing. They then finally put all the snippets together. They were yeah. little mini episodes onto DVD. I do own every DVD out there that is Star Wars related right. uh, in some form. I like um, the Clone Wars cartoon. The it's, only thing that's a good. piece of shit is the Star Wars Christmas special. I did waste <laughs> two hours of my life watching that on the internet. It is the worst piece of trash. Even though it introduces Boba Fett, even that cartoon is awful. Uh, if you have not seen it, I would highly recommend not seeing it. Now, um, I haven't seen it yet, but he speaks so highly of it, I want to see it. Yeah, you don't. 
you will gouge your eyes out and your ears, but everything else at Star Wars is amazing. Yeah, now you remember the cartoons growing up as kids, uh, the Ewok cartoon and droids cartoon? I have those on DVD. Those are awesome. Uh, I don't have all of them. I have the, the ones that they've released on DVD. Okay, yeah. I do have those. Uh, no, not the Star Wars Christmas special is n- not even at that quality. Not even that good, uh, huh? No. Because uh, those were... Those were pretty bad. Those were somewhat to be desired. Yeah, those were... Even as a kid and loving Star Wars, I was like... Where the hell's Luke? Where's yeah. Leia? Where's I even Han? have I even have the Ewok Adventures on DVD. Ewok Adventures, yeah, the yeah, mini series TV show that they did. Yeah, um, I, I have, remember watching that as a kid. I have those on DVD. Yeah, uh, but they I didn't mind it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the not Ewoks. Star Wars. It's yeah. the Ewoks, yeah. right? But it was, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I have all the comics virtually. Yeah, um, I have all the books. I have the movies. I. You know, and again, we'll we'll obviously be covering the comics that are going on right now. Yeah, the um, current comic universe of Star so, Wars. Uh, so we've gone a bit long here, so that's why I'm going to kind of cut my Star Wars rant. Yeah. What a was the short. one Star Wars toy growing up as a child you didn't get that you wanted? That I didn't get. Yeah, I don't know if there was one I didn't get. You spoiled little kid. Oh, what about yeah, the Millennium Falcon? I did See, not that get, was mine. I did not get the Millennium. That was Falcon. mine. I didn't have that as a child. I, I always wanted it. I will. Yeah, I would put that at the top of yeah. my list. Yeah. They've, they've um, produced some remakes of it since, and I've seen some reviews online about the Millennium Falcon. Right. And I really want it really bad. And even Toys R Us had it half off. They did do also like another one that I really liked uh, that I so believe they had, had out. Was they had the Jawa Sandcrawler uh, that they did. It was like kind of a playset type thing, okay. and I never got that, and I really liked the look of that because I, I, I'm a huge fan of Jawas. Those are yeah. great characters. Um, but yeah, I'd have to put Millennium Falcon up there. That was yeah. one I did not get. But yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of Star Wars toys I did not get. Nice. Um, I was a total addict. I did get the Powers of the Force ones when they came out. My sister got them for me for Christmas. It was a very nice surprise. Uh, although I have to say, in retrospect, not a huge fan of that toy line because, again, big, beefy, built Luke Skywalker. Not exactly how he's supposed to be. But um, but well, still, yeah, yeah, they, they redid him kind of more muscular, which right. I, you know, whatever. Which Chuck likes. So, um, but. Uh, but they were kind of the same as the old Star Wars figures where they, the articulation, the five points of articulation. Right. With the head moving and the arms and just the legs moving. Right. The, the characters that they got on now, the figures they got on are way more, yeah. way more articulated, way more better. So, um, so yeah, we've gone an hour and 45 minutes so far. Um, and so we really need to wrap this up. So I apologize for the very first episode being so long, but hopefully you learned a little bit more about us. Yeah, this is what, who we are. What got us to start doing the podcasts and what we enjoy. And hopefully you'll have some insight. I'm going to go ahead and give out some information. Yeah, drop us a us. note. Tell us where to find uh, us. Yeah, so here's some of the things, uh, ways you can reach us. Ryan's phone number. Go ahead. <laughs> First off, you can go to our website. We actually do have a website, and we, it's pretty easy to find. Just go to starjoes.com or www.starjoes.com, uh, S-T-A-R-J-O-E-S.com. Uh, that's our actual official website. That's where you can find our podcasts. Uh, you can download it. Uh, there's also uh, going to be information on there occasionally here and there about us, uh, about things we're doing, things we'll cover on the show. I mentioned Facebook earlier. We do have a, if you're on Facebook, uh, then you should go there and join our group uh, or become a fan. Again, there's a fan site as well as a group site, and we will update both of them equally as much uh, with the issues that we'll be covering, I actually figured we'll scan the issues of comics we'll be covering, the the covers of them, so you know yeah. which issues we're covering. Yeah, just to cover, not the entire book. Right. So this way you can actually know uh, what issues we're covering. So, again, we're going to do all spoilers, so we're going to ruin comics if you... 
Yeah, if, if you didn't, you didn't read, read it, them, you yet. may not want to listen. Right, but... exactly. Uh, and that's if also I didn't read it. It's good. That's also where you'll find our uh, our uh, figures and everything, uh, pictures of them. And with that being said, uh, let's see the other. Uh, also at our website. Uh, speaking of my wife, she did make the logo for our uh, website. Yes, kudos uh, to Ryan's wife. Yeah. Uh, so I hope you guys like it. Uh, she did have some obviously some guidance from me on how to make it look, but. Uh, that was it, all her. Yeah, it was, it, all her. it was all her. It was all her. Uh, she did do a great job. So, uh, and then let's see uh, how else they can. Oh, they can also reach us at our email address. Yes, which is Star Joe's pod, Podcast uh, at Gmail dot com. So again, Star Joe's Podcast at Gmail dot com. All one word, no hyphens in there or anything like that. Um, and you can also hopefully be able to find us on the forums. Uh, go to the Comic dot com. And scroll down. Hopefully, by the time you actually hear this episode, we will actually have a forum there. Yeah, really. it'll be Star Joe's. Uh, will be the forum, uh, so you can talk to us on there. Uh, again, I'm Royal Lantern on the on the forums. Uh, Chuck will be creating a. Uh, got to get on online name for. I'm more himself. of a lurker. I don't really get on and talk. I'm more of a lurker. So we'll uh, we'll let you know what his online name is at once he forms that. Uh, the next episode, or we'll, you could pick one for me. <laughs> the next episode, we'll actually do a summary of the comics we'll be covering, as far as the Star Wars, GI Joe, yeah, the and current all Star Wars and GI Joe titles, and, and the Transformers titles. Transformer titles. Yeah. So we'll cover those the next episode. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a lot shorter episode for your guys' sake, not so much for ours. We don't really care. But, we don't mind. Uh, but with that being said, uh, great show, Chuck, and uh, good show. Look forward to the next one and. Uh, that's all. Yeah, thanks uh, well, for listening. Thanks man. for listening, and uh, may the force be with you, knowing it's half the battle. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, send your ideas to us. Uh, with that, we'll uh, say goodbye. Have a great night, folks. <laughs>